Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Dragons, played by the, the Dungeon Boys, uh, playing Curse of Strahd. <laughs> We're in Section 11. I, it's, it's almost as if we don't do this every week. My name is Keith, and I'm your DM. Who's next? Am I next? <laughs> Josh yeah, playing do. Reginald, your orc fighter. Go for it. I am uh, Zenus playing Errol Derman, the Tabaxi rogue cleric. And I am Bryce playing the ranger, shifter, wonderful Jericho Moldrinker. And always the one who steals his 15 minutes of fame with the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> can't, just, can't just give it to us in three seconds like the rest of the polite people. Gotta, gotta stretch it out. Well, um, no, it is three seconds. It's just, you know, the other 14 minutes and uh, 57 seconds is all thunderous applause. Josh, I hate to be meta like this, but is there a way that you could, like, dial your input back a few hairs? Oh, yeah, I'm just a little too close. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody else is being surprised every time Josh speaks, but I'm like every time I'm kind of having to jump back. <laughs> it's, it's a little I'm bit louder sorry. than I expected. No, you're good. I like that a lot. All right. Yeah, better, last better, better. week, does anybody want to recap us, or would you prefer I do it? You can do it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's quicker if you just do the uh, recap. Yep. Yeah, last week, uh, you guys spoke with Davy and Martikov. You finished up at Yester Hill. You grabbed the magical rock. Uh, that is planted in the ground at the winery to produce the vineyard and to grow the vines uh, because the oppressive atmosphere just crushes all these plants normally. Um, the magic stones are what are required to keep this winery and the, this vineyard growing. Uh, so you guys went, you had an encounter with the devil Strahd himself, but you were successful. You stole back the stone from the druids, took it back to Davy and Martikov at the Wizard of Wines winery, uh, and you replanted, he took the stone back from you, replanted it. He was very happy. So happy, in fact, he revealed to you that he and his family are part of something called the Order of the Feather, uh, which are a group of were-ravens who are diametrically opposed to the Devil Straw. Their goal is to defeat him, to keep him from destroying this land that he has already successfully destroyed. Um, but they are weak. They are They're not, not doing a good job. Then. They're not doing a good job. <laughs> uh, they are not powerful enough to handle Master Strahd. Um, but he revealed that to you and revealed that he would be willing to give you some help at some times. Um, did you guys do anything with your fortune at all last week? We talked about it and we're like, hey, this is definitely the dude. Right. Yep. So you guys determined that your fortune that said that you would find uh, an old raven that uh, had one fight left in him, you decided that was Davy and Martikov because he was a were raven. Uh, and you asked him if he would be willing to help you take the fight to the Devil's Strahd. And he said he had to, he would do that, but he had to be sure that you had found a way to defeat him. Because as of yet, they no one has found a way to actually destroy Strahd. But Davian definitely mentioned that he feels the only way for you to escape this world that Strahd is in control over is for you to kill him. Um, but he also uh, mentioned that he would, or he wanted some help. He had one more stone that he wanted you to find for the winery. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of drawing a blank as to what he used to pressure you into doing that for him. I know there's money involved. Is there anything else? Uh, Zenus is getting a the raven yes. thing. 
Yes, um, Dermon decided he would like to be a were-raven. Which makes so it Inex awkward. Yeah, very awkward for right. the cat. <laughs> in exchange for some help with a with the issue of getting the stone back from a different group of evil people, uh, a a an old hag out in the woods named Baba Lisaga, a very powerful woman who has the stone. In exchange for getting the stone back from her and bringing it back to the winery, Damien <clears throat> will turn Dermon into a were raven and possibly uh, and possibly uh, Jericho. So, let's not forget the adventure. And definitely adventure. Yes, and Reginald is ready adventure. for adventure. And Davian, as a sort of insurance policy and in an attempt to help you guys complete this task, he allowed his son Elvir, his youngest son, to accompany you to the ruined village of Berez. Um, hey, can you guys hear my aquarium? Is it, like, especially loud right now? Right now, I'm only hearing a little crinkle of plastic. I don't hear the, the aquarium now. That's my plastic. Get up off my plastic. <laughs> I can hear like your a plastic. fan going, but other than that, no. Yeah. My um, so that's about it. You guys are you guys are in the vill the ruined village of Berez. Uh, you have sneaky killed one scarecrow. You have done some exploring. <laughs> you have determined that there are six more scarecrows. Uh, and I made this rule that if you guys, you successfully stealthed the one Scarecrow, we went into combat, using your surprise, you were able to dispatch the Scarecrow silently. Um, and using that mechanic, I decided if you can all get a successful stealth roll, you would be able to just take out the Scarecrows if you all could successfully stealth up behind it. Uh, sadly, on your second Scarecrow, that was not the case, uh, and you are again sadly in combat we are having we are starting the episode with you in combat in the dark in the middle of a murky swamp uh there is an evil extremely powerful hag somewhere and you guys are in the dark in the woods in the swamp about to do battle with the scarecrow which you have sadly alerted to your presence not all of us right not all of you no uh, right. i think i was the one who did the alerting yeah. Yes, I believe you were. So currently as it stands, uh, Dermon is 60 feet from the Scarecrow. The Scarecrow is the image that you've been seeing the whole time. Um, Dermon is 60 feet from the Scarecrow. Jack Jericho is right up behind the Scarecrow. And let's see, I'm going to do my square here for combat. Boop. And I will tell you the size of one of my squares is that square in the corner. Nice. Uh, we will do a little scarecrow action. The scarecrow will be directly here in the middle. Uh, we're going to do a little Dermon action. Dermon will be green. Green. About, let's see. Uh, we'll call that 60 feet away. Uh, Masta, oops. J will also be green. We'll just have green for players. J is going to be right up on him. And Reggie. Good old Reggie. Mr. J. Um, is on his way in. 
and then Elvir is also there, but it should be noted that Elvir is in raven form on the shoulder of Master Jericho. So, floating. It's taking us a minute. On his invisible. It's taking us a minute. Yeah, yeah, because you're yeah, because Jericho is invisible in the darkness. Um, so yeah, you guys are gonna do battle with this scarecrow. I had the order. No, I have the old order. I need to roll the initiative for this scarecrow. I do not remember my roll, so that will make things difficult. If you don't remember it, go ahead and roll again. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure what mine was either. Uh, combat. combat being the most tedious thing to set up. Um, probably should have done it before we started. Probably should have, but you know, I, I only think to do that one time. I, we, we've done it with one episode, and then from then on I forget to do it. Ooh, your boy Elvir with the natural 20, boys! <laughs> As you all know, I'm hey, a lovely woman. Who was very thoughtful, very kind. Yesterday was our three-month anniversary. She decided she was going to get me a nice new pair of dice for D&D. It's very cool. Very, like, steel and, like, like sapphire blue color. It's really cool. Um, the first roll on, on this, this uh, beautiful pair of dice uh, was a one. My man! For <laughs> initiative. So that means you and Jericho have to roll against each other. Uh, well, can you crit fail on initiative? Is that a thing? Well, you both rolled a one, so I guess yeah, whichever I one of your modifiers is higher can go first. Uh, I've got a f total of four, technically. Ah, I've got a four. Okay, so, so I'll, roll, I'll roll again against Reggie, I guess? Well, no, because yours is a four and, Dur and yours is a four and Jericho's is a six, so we'll just call it Jericho goes first. Well, no, Reggie's got a four. Oh. So you both have you and Jericho both have six. No, he's he's saying Reg I I initially Reg rolled higher than they did. Oh. Okay, I'm okay. not. So you, you, I'm dealing with Herman and Jericho who both rolled once. Josh yeah. was telling us what his modifier was. I think. No, it was just a four. You just rolled a four. No, it was a three plus one. Okay. okay. Perfect. And yeah, so I'll just go up. after. So they did match. I'll just go after oh, okay. Reggie. That's fine. Gotcha. Because he naturally sense. got higher than I did, so we'll just we'll just do it that way, I guess. Okay. Fine with this that. is the D and D version of no, no. After you, sir. No, 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 yeah. no. After you. So Jericho, what did you roll? I rolled a one, but I have a plus six to initiative, so I okay. Perfect. Seven. Perfect. So wow, all rounds beyond them. Very bad rolls. For you guys, <laughs> that's okay. Any of these rolls have to be bad. It's better that they're on initiative. All right. So good news and bad news. Well, there's no real bad news yet. Bad news. Yeah, no, there is bad news. There is actually bad, bad news. news everyone. <laughs> there is some bad news. Bad news is everybody got there quite sneakily, except for Reginald, whose <clears throat> weighty girth as the large orc boy uh, crunched down on a stick in the swamp. And the stick sunk into the mud silently, but underneath that that stick was a frog. <laughs> and when the stick pressed into the frog, everybody heard. 
of a frog trying to rivet but impossibly doing so and so the scarecrow turns around at reginald and his red eyes (laughs) his red eyes revealing to everybody watching his red eyes lock onto reginald the other the other three of you concealed getting a surprise round on this creature so Elvir is up first. <clears throat> and Elvir is going to use his multi-attack. And try to hit the Scarecrow. What is the AC of the Scarecrow? Uh, the first attack will miss. The Scarecrow, as it moves towards Reginald, gets out of the way of the one sword. The second sword will hit. Sweet. Um... And it will do... Ah, not so great damage. So Elvir, standing now beside Jericho, revealed, uh, and not a raven, swipes his sword down to slash at the Scarecrow once, slicing a piece of its uh, <coughs> straw and tattered clothing away. Uh, now we will move Sweet. to Jericho. Sweet. Okay, because this is the first round of combat... Uh, I get all my Gloomstalker bonuses. So, how far away is the Scarecrow? Ooh, actually, I think the Scarecrow is going to need to take his turn before you, Jericho, but he's still going to be, like, surprised by you. He doesn't see you coming, so I'm going to give you advantage on your stuff, but I'm it is actually his turn. Anyway, so... So, he's actually going to move. He's going to move towards Reginald. Screeching along the way, also uncomfortable. Like, on screeching, screeching fairly uncomfortably loudly. Um, one actually thing I need to look up real quick. Need to look up. Oh, oh, Sean. He's going to move towards Reginald, no matter what. Well, as he's moving towards me, I, I have that creepy, like Jack Nicholson anger management, like kind of nod going on like yep here we go come on boys get over here so what's going to happen is he's going to attack with uh oh he's got multi-attack too bring it son dun 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 he's going to attack you with his claws two claw attacks rolling first a 12 no sir he will, he will block away his claw, your claw, his claws with your shield. But what about an eight? No, sir. <laughs> All right, so you're <laughs> able to block both of his claws with your shield uh, as the scarecrow approaches you and sh- is shrieking towards you. Now, Jackaroon, tell me your turn. Jericho. Jericho, sorry. You have two Ooh. J. It's your fault. You have two J characters. Throw back to fault. me. I get mix up myself. <laughs> um, all right, so now I get my Gloomstalker bonuses because it's my first turn in this combat. Uh, how far away is the dude from me? He is now, we will call it 20 feet from you. Sweet. I can move twice that. Alright, I will move in and make a swing and a ding ding with my sword. Swing on his ding ding. I get advantage because invisibility Correct. and stuff. 17 to hit. That will of course hit him. Cool. D6 for damage. 
that's a four plus plus four is eight and also an extra d8 of damage because it's my first thing so that's another four so that's twelve and I'll roll another swing a ding of the sword okay that's a twelve to hit okay that will hit yeah actually okay um that's one damage plus four is five but I also get sneak attack on this swing okay so that's another d6 is another three so that's eight and then extra attack <laughs> that's uh, another 17 to hit that'll hit and that's a uh, two plus four is six damage so all right eight, nicely well. done nicely done he is after those several swipes those that was three total swipes yeah three total swipes swish wish wash slice down his back uh, the scarecrow is missing a lot of the straw that held him together, and he is not looking very well for the wear. And he has turned around to face you, Senor Jericho. German, uh, wait. You also will have. Go ahead. Uh, when I make a weapon attack with a light weapon, I can use a light weapon as a bonus action, correct? I believe so. Is that impacted by using extra attack? I don't think you've used a bonus action yet. I know, but by using extra attack, does that change? No, because extra attack falls under the greater category of action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's action, bonus action, and then you've got you know things you can do based off of that. So you've got one action and one potential bonus action per round. All right. So you've got the opportunity. Yeah, I then think I we're good. My bonus action to swing my other sword. Nice. No! That's a 14 to hit. That'll hit. That's uh, 8 damage. 8 damage. Oh, well, luckily you did that because swish, swash, swum, the scarecrow is dead before he can screech even for 6 seconds. You just He barely opens his mouth and runs towards Reginald, and you're able to run him down quickly and whoosh, whoosh, before anything bad happens. Uh, Nicely done. Don't they take half regular weapon damage? This one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this one was a meat scarecrow. <laughs> yeah. Much scarecrow scarier was... than regular scarecrows, but less durable. <laughs> oh, man. So I was, like, Reginald was all lined up and ready for the attack. He he got a, he got swiped at and everything, and he was lining up for that that destructive blow to the scarecrow. And all of a sudden, it just collapses. He's he's looking back towards where Jericho's at. It, it, that one was mine. What's that? I... You didn't look at me. You can't see me. You look in my general towards direction. Your general direction. <laughs> you gotta be faster than that. <laughs> um, there's gotta be some more escape rows around here. If you want, you can have that thing just spring up from the ground with half its health and start attacking at random. That just becomes a -a whack-a-mole game at that point. (laughs) You guys will benefit from my blunder this once. Okay. You will benefit for now. This particular scarecrow was... it, it, It had a lot to drink. 
it was already kind of, you know, it, it was in a weakened state. That's what it was. Yeah. Right. Of course. Right. It makes sense. Devastating illness. Terminal diarrhea. Terminal <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Not his own, though. All right. So may I precept to see where more of these creatures might be? Or do we do we have the map already? Yeah, you guys have the map that Elvir gave you. Check the Discord for the map. Scroll up a little bit, and the map Ooh. is there. You just crossed off. There was there is an X at, that is being pointed at. There are two arrows from the word Scarecrows. Uh, the right arrow is pointing to an X that you have removed from play. Um, and then directly below U, U3. So if you go straight down from U3, there is an X kind of close to U2 down there, between U3 and U2. The closer one to you two is one that you have just dispatched nice. as well. Didn't we roll that we dispatched all but two? I don't remember no. that part. Nope. Oh. No, that definitely did not happen. <clears throat> so I want to so glance at the map. One got to the second. Hold on, one at a time. Go ahead. Go for it, Josh. Nope, you first. So when we rolled to see if we could sneak up on each of them, how many did we get in that way? We got one. So you snuck up on the first one and killed it yeah. with actual combat? And then this you was the next... just do the roll to sneak thing. But we got yeah, at least first... one. Did you? I feel like the first one you tried was right here at the end. and it. Yeah, I thought this was the first one as well. Okay, maybe so. I think it was the first one you tried. I'm not trying to be stingy. I think I, I just remember saying that, and then immediately it was like, well. <laughs> oh, not. yeah, because I, I rolled a something, and, oh, I rolled a stealth, and it was like, nope, that completely did not work. It was like a two. Right, but luckily, as you, um, real quick, Mark, you, uh, you can listen or watch tonight if you wish. Um, there's not a, there, there's some spoiler stuff going on, but not, I don't know if you'll hear anything that's super spoilery if you're trying to catch up. Um, it's up to you, brother. Up to you. Yeah, However, we should be okay. How spoiler sensitive you are to this. Um, it just it pleases me that you would want to listen. Um, let me find the folder with my images <clears throat> because I want to show the viewers at home the map that we are discussing. Excellent. <clears throat> Whilst you are discussing said map, Yes, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking. You know, we we all kind of cuddled together and we were kind of eyeballing the map. Like, okay, was it the one over there? Yeah, I think there was one over that way. Um, I want to, I want to trudge off in the direction of the next nearest one. Okay, um, so if we're gonna look at the map together, then there are multiple nearest ones. There's kind of you're equidistant to some of them. All right. Looks like Lizzie's home from the store. <laughs> and the dogs are barking. That's great news. Um, okay, so does everybody know the one I'm talking about? You between U three and U two, that X. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So there is one to your northwest. There's also one to your southeast, almost almost in the river. It looks like <laughs> mm -hmm. a little bit um, down there, close to a little piece of the river. Uh, so the option is yours. You can either walk closer to the goat, to Baba Lasaga's goat pen that you found out was the place where she keeps her goats, or you can go northwest closer to what you believe to be her hut, uh, and go that way. Either way. 
up to you. I believe we should go down. I don't think we should venture near Bubble Saga's hut just yet. Yeah, but I mean, that seems where all the action is. I mean, shouldn't we be heading that way? Well, yes, but what are we planning to do? Do you want to just attack her as she is, or do you want to take care of her guards first? Uh, um... You, you, you know, I think I think you're on to something. I think we ought to take care of the guards, you know, at, at, at the start of this thing. Yes, I mean, they don't seem too terribly troublesome, <laughs> but who knows what would happen if all of them were to gang up on us at once. Reginald, yeah. do you want to sneak around the other side of this, uh, what is it, it's a manor, is this thing? Yeah. Do you want to sneak this around the other side of this manor? Because if we all go past that goat pen and you get spotted by them, I don't know what sort of bleeding they're going to let out. It could cause all the other scarecrows to come running. Are you implying I'm going to step on a goat this time? You yeah, stepped on a frog last time. Well, a goat's a little bit bigger than a froggy. And you're just a little bit bigger than we are. Yeah, and a little yeah, bit you, bigger than a goat. You, you, you. You might be on to something. Um, uh, yeah, right, point point the way, fellas. I'll go my own way on this one. You can so circle around. With you. That way we each have a companion. That'll do it. You could circle around the manor itself or just around the stone wall by that hut, assuming it's truly abandoned. Okay, so just because I'm actually getting confused as a player, which we're talking about going towards the U, the one over there by U two. Yeah, we're going yeah, down, we're to the down one that's the... like in that hazy spot by the river. I guess that's supposed nice. to be fog. Okay. Um, if you pass right beside U two and you don't get a good stealth check, I'm assuming that you will be uh, alarmed by the goats, or the goats will be alarmed by you. I mean, so I mean, I'd probably you... be alarmed too. You could either sneak all the way around the manor or go across down that road to where those huts are with the stone walls and just kind of shield your visage from them. Hmm. Hey, fellas, why, why don't we do, while we try this, why don't you, why, why don't you go on ahead and once the attack begins, I'll, I'll come running up from behind. That'll work. Well, don't, it, I think we want. I don't know if it'll be possible for uh, all of us to kill the scarecrow. This is Elvier speaking, by the way. Just to remind anybody who doesn't remember that Elvier, the Were Raven, is with them. Um, we we we'll need all of our weapons to kill the scarecrow. For um, I don't believe any three of us could do it alone. Um, so if if we attack, we should all attack attack at the same time. I I don't want to leave any chances, and also. Uh, if if these scarecrows are alerted, I do not know how many of these of those shrieks Baba La Saga will let go uninvestigated. Yeah, it's a good point, too, Fizz. All right, well I'll go. Um, I'll go sneak these around the backyard then. I'm going with Reggie, so I guess this is where we split up, eh, Molly? Sounds good. I'll uh, we'll... wait until you make the first attack, and I'll rush in and help. Yes. That is exactly what I was about to say, Jericho. Excellent. So I'll wait here. We start walking off. Uh, I want to kind of lean down a little bit and and whisper towards Thurman. Hey, if he gets to sit on his shoulder, can I sit on yours? 
I think I might die. <laughs> you very well might, little man. You very well might. <laughs> As you guys walk away, um, Elvir requests uh, Jericho. Same deal. May I perch upon your shoulder in raven form? I thought he already was. Uh, absolutely. Oh, he, uh, wonderful. Because he had turned into a human to fight this scarecrow. Oh, okay. Um, so he sense. pops back onto your shoulder, and you guys head off towards the scarecrow. Uh, Reginald and Dermot. Um, Go ahead. I wanted to speak to Elvir before they we cut away. You may. All right. Elvir, I know you were out tracking the scarecrows, but there's nothing else in this surrounding area, is there? I, just like a shake of the head or a nod will work. Um, he hops off your back <laughs> to speak to you. Um, there's a little bit more. There is a little bit, bit more nuance to it than that. I want to give you all the information I have. I flew over the manor. There is a garden uh, in the rear of the manor that our compatriots will have to travel around. I cannot see inside the garden from this from the air, so I am unsure if there is anything working in there. Of course, we are in the swamp. We are in the ruined village of Berez. There are any number of swamp creatures that could befall us. Uh, I did not see any at this time, but I cannot tell you 100% that you know some creature might not come out of the water, a giant frog, a, a snake, things like that. I don't want you to feel as though we are completely alone in the swamp, but as far as malicious uh, constructed creatures, servants of Babili Sagas, I believe the scarecrows were all I saw. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all well and good. I was, I was just making sure there was no other creatures obviously in her employ. Yes, there are none that I can see. A simple, Besides the goats, of course. A simple caca would have done. <laughs> After his goat comment, he hops back on your shoulder. All right, let's wait on the other two. Okay, so you guys are getting in position. I'll need a stealth roll from you, Jericho. I'll also need stealth rolls from Dermon and Reginald, but because you guys are taking the long way around, I am going to give you guys advantage on the... You guys are taking a more concealed route, uh, a slower route, so I'll give you advantage. I got an 18 on the sneaky, and a 5 on the second roll, so I'll go with the 18. Okay. Gonna I got two 19s. Impressive. All right, so you um, two are successful. Also, on the way over, uh, is it possible for me to roll a perception? Of course. It's not. That's a, that's a 25. A 25. Wow, that's a really good roll. I can see the grass growing. My eyes! I just want to say I can that roll sounded really good. <laughs> mm. Ooh, it's I was at my I was at my friend's house yesterday, and we had steak there, and he said, get a knife and cut all the steaks in half, because they're all different kinds, and I wanted to try them. And I said, okay. So I went over to his knife block, and I took a knife out, and it made, like, the perfect, like, movie uh, Foley <laughs> art swing as it came out. And we both looked at the knife block and then looked at each other like, do you think it'll do it again? <laughs> we tried to I could not replicate it, but it was it was a very good swing coming out. Those once-in-a-lifetime things. That's a beautiful swing. <laughs> um, so, 
the only thing of note that you that you notice as you walk around this manor that you see that this manor is super dilapidated. No one's lived here for a long time. It is a nasty old place. Um, but it is quite the mansion. It's quite the manor. Um, you can see that toward the south end of the village, uh, which is now off to your left, lie the remains of a mansion built on higher ground. It has been reduced to piles of stone and rotting timber. Empty arched windows stare at you. South of the ruin, an untamed garden runs rampant, surrounded by broken walls that are no longer able to contain it. East of the ruin, which is back where you're actually headed, um, someone has erected a crude wooden fence. So that's you're coming back over to see the goat fence. Um, so that's what you see. Okay. Uh, but the other thing you see is off to the east. If you'll uh, look at that map, it, you as characters don't know anything about U5, but out there towards U5 on the map, way out to the west, not the east, way out to the west. Um, um bear- told us about it. Gotcha, yeah. So, so yeah, Elvier told you about some a little something. What did he tell you was out there? I think it was like a, a statue, statue or a monument or something. Yeah, he said some he could see like the the remains of some monument or statue out there uh, at U five uh, to the west, long ways off from the village, uh, and just through the fog, you can barely see the glint of just a little bit of what's left of uh, a fence, an iron fence out there. <clears throat> the iron fence. Hmm. But that's all you see on the way around. Okay. Jericho, what was your stealth roll? Uh, unnatural 20. Uh, nice. So you guys are successful. You guys all meet up and dispatch this scarecrow with ease. The scarecrow is, is uh, it's, it's just standing still. It's not in a, in it's in, in its animated form. It's just standing still, stuck to the ground, looking like the regular old scarecrow. Um, Jericho, you come up behind it, grab it by its mouth, and stab your sword through it. At the same time, um, from your shoulder... Elvir hops off of it and stabs the sword into its head. Uh, Dermon from 60 feet away looses an arrow that passes directly through the, the scarecrow's head as well. And then uh, Reginald takes its mace and swipes both its legs just clean off its body from underneath. And all silently, the scarecrow is dead. Nice. So now I'm just holding the top half of a pierced <laughs> scarecrow. <Yeah. laughs> yep. We cut to our characters as you tip your sword down and the body of it pff, falls off. It's like nice. one of those really slow falls off the sword. Hey, fellas, I'm, I'm thinking that was, uh, that was actually pretty easy. Yes, Three down. It went faster than I thought it would. Well, yeah. Where, where's the next one of these little, uh, little guys at? So we took out you four last episode, right? You went, yeah. You went and checked that out there. Well, there was no the one, the one by you four. Sorry, the one that's like right in the middle of those crosshairs of. No, nope. You've killed three so far. I think that's where we're going now. Okay. So of all seven, you killed the bottom two, the two closest to yeah, you yeah. two. I- I know what it is. I, I just that's the one I recommended we attack last time. Yeah, and okay. Everybody's like, why don't we start from the bottom and work our way up? Now now I remember. We good. Well. Gotcha. We good. Ooh, and the reason you hit the last one is because I think the stealth roll went bad, so you stopped at that one. Or yeah. something. But now we know there are f- four more scarecrows left for you to deal with. 
they're all getting progressively closer to Bobby Lasaga's hut. I think it doesn't really matter which one we go for first. I guess just we should circle do- around. Yes, we should be prepared for a battle. Uh, should we alert one of them? Oh, I think yes, we're getting pretty good at this, fellas. I think we should just uh, head for the nearest one and, uh, you know, whack it till it ain't nothing no more. If, we'd, mm. if you would all like to go between the huts, there's one that's a straight shot up between these two. And then we can circle around and get the other three and we'll be behind the hut and approach from the back. I think Ooh, that's the back yeah. of the hut, I don't know. I, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like this idea. Do you think that statue is worth examining at any point? I'd like to examine it, but after we don't have enemies at the back. Mm, if you think true. it's something worth investigating now, I'm all for it. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem so... Um, it, it doesn't seem so adventury to me. It seems like more reactions over here. Oh, yes, that is true. Just a thought. I would like to see it before we leave, though. Definitely. Well, yeah. Now, now there's a trick to adventuring, uh, Derman. You, you got to, to, you got to take care of all the adventure in your vicinity, and then, and then, what's over there becomes the adventure. Your voice down. Good. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick. Thank you so much for the raid war. Thank you for raiding into the stream. Uh, from hope your Minecraft went well. Thank you as well, especially for your 11-month subscribing streak. Uh, did not expect for 11 months to go by so quickly, but thank you so much for subbing for that long. I appreciate it, man. Nice. Um, hello, yeah. Kavashin. Special for him for a year. Yeah. What is that? Maybe have a character of him in D&D, just like yeah. a <laughs> I'll develop a, I'll develop a bearded, a bearded war character. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, yes, it sounds good. You guys headed that way now? Yes. For the scarecrow. All right, roll your stealth rolls, everybody. Moving through the village. Let's do Try it. to murder another scarecrow. Seventeen. Unnatural twenty. Ooh. Seventeen. Unnatural twenty. That'll do. And a twenty-one. That'll do. You guys dispatch another scarecrow. You guys come creeping out of the village, uh, staying low towards uh, that low wall. Each of you making not a sound as you pass through. A single raven floating on the shoulder of an invisible Jericho. And again, uh, this time, Reginald comes directly down on the head with the two, <clears throat> with the with the mace squashing the creature's head. Uh, Dermon, again, from a distance. Uh, hello, Hale. Welcome to the stream. Uh, coming from a distance, an arrow flying through the eyes of the creature just as the mace crushes the arrow down into the torso of the scarecrow. Elvir becomes a human just in time to match Jericho's swing at the upper thigh of the uh, Scarecrow, removing both its legs again. The Scarecrow didn't stand a chance. The Scarecrow is dead. Nice. I picture this this in like a 90s style heist movie format where you see the different (laughs) blocks all on the screen at the same time, but they're depicting different events happening at different times. I'm also picturing it like um, as you guys are like saying, deciding on the plan across the river, it's 
it is uh you know happening as yeah, you say like that's first what we'll I'm go here we'll go there yeah. <laughs> but there's also like right. German looking in the trunk of some guy's car examining a bunch of crossbows and then like does like a real gangster handshake with the dude yeah we'll take him <laughs> <laughs> a trunk shot one day a trunk shot one day when this is all a sci-fi original movie playing at 3 a.m in the morning this is gonna happen we're gonna all get together and watch this yep. Yep. Um, my dream is to make to make a uh, have a reason to do a, a Tarantino trunk shot, just a shot <laughs> from the trunk of a car, one day. Um, all right, so there are three more scarecrows left. You're, there's no scarecrow left that's not very close to Baba Lasaga's hut. About three hundred feet away from you, to your west, you can see her hut. Um, you can see the the hut that Elvir showed you. I don't know if I showed this to you in the um, in the Discord, but this is essentially what you see probably from about this distance, a couple, four or five hundred feet away. Oh my. Um, and then from my, from my viewers at home, this is what you see as well. Oh, yes. That's not gross. That's not thing right. from the new Hellboy. Okay. Right. Oh, I, I get it. This is like the... Uh... This is like the the chicken hut thing, um, or that Baba Yaga has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Do you know the Baba Yaga? Mm. Baba Yaga, Baba Yaga, Baba Lesaga, eh, maybe. It's all the Yaga Baba Lava Lava Jagas. Um, all right. Yep, we're back to it. We're back to it. Okay, let's do the stealth rolls. You guys, I guess, are going for the far north one. Yeah. That's what I was um, indicating on the map when I yeah. mentioned it. Gotcha. Perfect. All right. For the far north one, go ahead and roll your stealth rolls. We'll see if how successful you are. Uh, 16. Uh, 13. 22. What was Germans? 13. Yep. You all are successful again. Another scarecrow goes down. Um, you guys, at this time, just you confidently come almost... As fast as you can sprint silently through the forest, and all of you are almost matching speed with Dermot's arrow as it flies, <laughs> colliding directly into the chest uh, of the scarecrow. The other three of, or the two of you sprinting, slash into it. You know, anime slide on your knees, slash through it in half style as Elvir flies up into the air, turns into a human, and superhero lands with his sword down through the top of its head into its chest. As you all fall silently to the ground on this dead scarecrow. Mm, love it. <laughs> the next one needs to be, like, drawn and quartered. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've got a description for you. Okay. Already. Okay, so you guys are headed for the next one? Yeah. Yeah, one we're below. going to the one between U1 and U4? Yeah. Okay. All right, roll your stealth rolls. 14. Mine landed so, in the yeah. hole on my desk. Roll again. 25. Okay. Ooh. 17. Okay. You all are successful again. This time, you all, this time, German has decided it's too easy. He wants to get up close to the action. <laughs> so the, the four of you run up. Elvir becomes, um, you know, he cops off of Jericho's shoulder uh, and stands next to the scarecrow. All of you stand to either side of it. Uh, Reginald uh, and. Jericho each grab a leg at the top of the thigh 
Dermon and Elvir both grab an arm uh, at the elbow. They turn the arms over their shoulders and crack down on them, removing the arms from the torso of the Scarecrow <laughs> as Jericho and Reginald stand up, ripping the legs off of it. And it falls, its torso falling dead and separated from its limbs falls to the ground. I'm starting to feel kind of bad for these guys. Uh. <laughs> don't. I did not. <laughs> don't uh, don't look into why I might be making this part a little bit easier for you. Who knows? We'll see. That's what I'm kind of worried about. <laughs> I only thought to say that just based on the facts at hand. I'm not actually doing anything right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. Just really just, sure. Just, just save some time, and nobody wants to see you fight seven scarecrows. I think it's a lot more entertaining and fun to picture this way. you got to at least feel powerful sometimes. Yeah. All right, one scarecrow remains. Let's sneak it. Roll that. Oh, oh baby. 23. Oh, what? 23. Oh, I thought you said I got a three. Okay, yeah, you're good. There's <laughs> a 21. That'll do it. Original? Mm-mm. Nope. It, it didn't work this time, boys. That's a seven. <laughs> oh, Nope. Yeah, this time again, Reginald reveals himself. You guys got a little, a little bit too cocky this time. Bryce, what was the but... thing about the frog bastard caught up with me? Mm-hmm. Yep, stepped Same on him frog. again. Same frog. <laughs> yep. This thing it happened again. All right, everybody, roll yourself an initiative. <sighs> it's too good to be true. So fifteen. Okay. Oh, just a moment. Uh, 21. Wait. Hang on. No. That's uh, 20, 15. 15. So y'all re-roll. The Reginald and Dermot need to re-roll real quick. Well, mine's a 14 plus 1. Mine's a 12 plus 3. It, it's still just... Okay, so... Re- okay. What? So I re-rolled. I got a 6. I got a 1. Okay, <laughs> okay so Reginald goes first. Uh, Jericho, what you got? Uh, 20. 20. Also, enjoy your lurk hail. Thank you for being here. Uh, okay. This time, Elvir, not doing so hot. Um, okay, so Jericho, you will go first to attack the Scarecrow that you have advantage on attacking because it does not see you. Yay! All right. Once again, this is technically the first time in combat, so I get all the bonuses. Gotcha. Cottage Cheese, there's not a full episode of character creations. Hopefully next time we create characters, we think to do something like that, because that would be a lot of fun. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Am I within running range? I got 40 feet of movement. Yeah, you're all up on him. All right, cool. You're all, you're you're on him before Reginald alerts him. All right, that's a, a 19 to hit. That will hit. Okay. That's three plus four is seven plus another seven. That's 14 damage on the first hit. Okay. Another swing is a nat 20. Okay. Um, hold on, let me do my math real quick. Um, yeah, nat 20 will, of course, work. That's seven plus four is 11 times two is 22 damage on the second hit. 
he's not looking as good as he was when you started, for sure. Excellent. And now extra attack. That's a unnatural 20. Wonderful. Look at these rolls. That's a 1 plus 4 is 5 damage. And then bonus action uh, offhand. Ooh, I don't think that's going to hit. Uh, the highest I rolled was a 11. Okay, wait. The That was your damage, your attack roll? Yeah. Yeah, that was a hit. Oh, okay, cool. That's an that's a multi-attack from Jericho. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Quite nice. That's eight. He seems to be putting eight damage. skills to good work. Oh, yeah. Indeed. indeed. Alright, you did a butt-ton of damage on him, but your, all your slashing is not enough to kill him. Um, he is going to uh, take this opportunity to, again, rush at Reginald, who has revealed himself, uh, to attack. Kabushiza is getting to know your characters is the best part. Um, there, if you guys, help me remember, we definitely talked about character origins at the first episode, right? It was yep. pretty brief, but yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get to know the characters, we kind of revealed stuff along and along, too. We haven't done it so much since yeah. we got into, like, since we met uh, Irina and mm -hmm. did her transporting and all that. But when it was just us, we were kind of conversing more to each other rather than other characters. Yeah, I'd say like the first three so the first episodes is going to be where you need to look. Mm -hmm. Alright, so he's going to attack you. This time, he's going to do a little thing called... Hold on. He's going to hold on. He's going to do some little thing called Terrifying Glare. The, ter the Scarecrow is going to target you, Reginald. Okay. Uh, and he's going to glare at you. Alright. I need you to roll... A wisdom saving throw. Oh God! Uh, that is a two, boys. Like a whole two. Oh, that's not good. Uh, so if you fail your saving throw, you are magically frightened until the end of the scarecrow's next turn. The frightened target is par is paralyzed. Ooh. You have been paralyzed. Not like physically Wait, paralyzed, like I fall over in the ground, but like. I just can't move or take any actions. Uh, let's let's investigate the condition of paralyzed. I think it's the first time any of us have been paralyzed in this camp in our campaigns. Yep. No, no, no. You guys were paralyzed by the spiders at the very beginning, weren't you? Um, that was that wasn't this one. That was the other one. But yeah, yeah I, just, I just meant out of both. Yeah. All right. A paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fills strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet. Oh, bother. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you you fell down. You, you're paralyzed. Or I think you're, like, petrified. Or not petrified. You're just stuck standing there. You cannot move. Right. In the eyes you're, of the uh, scarecrow, I saw that first wolf who attacked me all those episodes ago. Yep. In the eyes of the scarecrow. The unsuspectant big bro had better know the truth of all that fright. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger, you don't know? Oh, um, it's, it's been, been like 20 years ago. Walker, Texas Ranger should always at least be watched at least once per year. Chuck Norris uh, probably doesn't remember this all the way through. Yeah, he probably doesn't. Um, so anyway, that's the end of Scarecrow's turn. 
It didn't move or anything. It's right there near you. Dermon, did you stop 60 feet away? Uh, yeah, same old, same old. Okay. Um, Reginald, you are paralyzed. You can do nothing, so I'm going to skip your turn. Neat! <laughs> uh, so, Dermon, your turn. Ooh. I'm going to do that dang old uh, told the dead, so he's going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. Advantage you have. Well, I guess, do I have disadvantage? Because you're surprising him? Uh, if you want to do that, that'd be cool. It's not really a physical attack, so I don't know. I mean, no the, one's... It, it makes noise, so like the bells could surprise him. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'll do disadvantage. And you said wisdom saving? Yes. <laughs> Wait, it makes noise uh, and we're trying to be sneaky? Well, only he can hear it. Oh, yeah, okay. in his head. I got you. He rolled an eight. <laughs> he doesn't save. Nice. Bizarre. So he's going to take 2d12 damage. Oh, baby. That's, that's a nine. That's a, that's a nine. All right. So the, that's 18 the, necrotic damage. The creature got told right to dead. Wait, how many? 18 necrotic damage. Yeah. The, the, this creature got told right to dead. He, uh, he stared at uh, Reginald, and Reginald just froze like a cat stepping in water. Uh, when they sometimes freeze, I guess. <laughs> sometimes they don't freeze and they jump and run away. Give me a break. This is hard. Um, but the just melts into that, into that purple sludge from last week. Just purple, nasty scarecrow sludge that uh, leaks onto the ground. Um, the scarecrow juicy. didn't have a chance to shout or anything, uh, so you all remained the quiet. Um. As soon as that happens, I kind of run over to Reggie and, and, and like, snap my fingers in front of him. Reggie! Reggie! Yeah, and as the, uh, as the Scarecrow dies, he he's coming out of it. He's no longer frightened and coming out of his paralysis. All right. I'm unparalleled. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Arya. Don't I seen something there for a second. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all right. Well, just as long as you're fine. I'm trying to, like, shake no. it off like that. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. I have to go do two things really quick. I've got to put my food in the, in the fridge because I forgot it's been sitting on the stovetop for a while, and i got to pee. So Dermon will follow along with the plan for, like, three minutes. Okay. It's going to be a sing-along. Elvir hops off of uh, Jerrica's shoulder uh, and becomes his human form again. And awaits any sort of conversation that might occur. That was the last scarecrow. That was the last scarecrow. There's no more. All right. Hey, cool. Thank goodness for that. All right. Uh, I know Demon said that he wants to go check out the statue. Should we do that now before we disturb the hag? It shouldn't take too long for us to do. You I think, don't uh, quite like look a bit uh, that uh, hut she's got. Yeah, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm kind of wondering is there uh, maybe something we can find over there might uh, be of benefit to this uh, upcoming scuffle. My thoughts exactly. And like I said, the the hut she is in, there is something strange about it. There is something strange about it indeed. Yeah, I've been thinking about that for a minute, and I would like to roll a perception since we're just like three hundred feet away from it, right? Go for it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've been missing your cottage cheese. We're happy to have you anytime. 
for the for the D and D. Yeah. Like I said, there are at the very beginning there we have a podcast with a forty eight episode season one and three episodes into season two we started doing quarantine curse of Strahd. Um but uh there's a like probably sixty episodes of us playing D and playing D and D on the podcast if you take into account all the uh all the one shots and different things we did. We played one with our dad, which was really fun. We need to get back to that one. That yeah. would be Oh yeah, plan for you there. We had a um, one shot with John, and he was in season two for a short time. Yep, and he'll he'll return. Our our twelve our thirteen year old younger brother will also return for season two. Um, so yeah, good stuff. Anyway, roll that beautiful bean push. Hey, that's my line. Give it back. <laughs> Sorry. That is the grand and august. Ooh. Plus. Six is eight. You can't see anything special about that hut. It just looks odd. Great. Yeah, I don't like the look of that hut. Show me pizza. Can I? It looked... now, now that he said that, can I? Can I like hand over the mighty brow and like lean in by like a good foot and see if I get a good look at it? Of course, take a try. All right. It's a four. Gosh, it's a four, like a whole four. You, you two as well cannot see anything. It it just looks like a weird, grimy swamp hut on a big old stump. We high five and start walking towards the. uh... Oh, sorry. It's fired. Why is it still going? I don't know. You will not get. You will not get a share of any of the bits we receive playing D&D via Twitch. Ever. No. That's fine. You're fired, bro. <laughs> Reginald and I high-five and walk off towards U5. Yep. Okay. Looks like just a Dermot regular also, creepy hut. We'll populate uh, a simulated conversation with Dermot as well where he agrees to go. Uh, Elvira says, uh, yes, I saw the thing uh, from overhead, but I'm not sure if it, there is anything there that will help us. Uh, but it never hurts to to uh, do a check. To the investigation. Okay. So with nothing to block your way going that way, you guys wander again through the dark swamp, passing by the manor on your left, which looks certainly unpopulated, but still uh, like a huge, large house. Uh, and the church on your right, you pass in between the two of them and about 500 to 600 feet away from town, kind of off where you've, you're, you've left the city limits, it feels like, uh, you come across the following. Wait, is German here? Yes. Hidden by the fog and elevated a few feet above the surrounding marsh is a raised plot of land, barely 10 feet on a side, enclosed by a disintegrating iron fence. In the center of the plot is a life-size stone monument carved in the likeness of a kneeling peasant girl clutching a rose. Although her features are gray and weather-worn, she bears a striking resemblance to Irina Kolyana. Carved into the monument's base is an epitaph that you can't read from the fence. Hmm. Huh. I want to climb over that fence. All right, you successfully climb over the iron fence. I'm going to walk through the hole in the fence he just made. Nice, you successfully do that. All right, so uh, can I can I see if I can read the thing a little bit better? Yeah, take, you have to wipe it off a little bit. You have to wipe some swamp mud and moss away from it. But what the epitaph reads is the following. 
it says Marina, taken by the mists. <clears throat> mists. Mists. Yeah. Mm. Marina, taken by the mists. So, is it like? Are you putting like special emphasis on the end there? No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to say the word "mist" plurally without making it sound like I can't. Mist. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Marina, taken by the M I S T S. That'll work. Right, cool. But um, this statue bears a striking resemblance to Irina Koyana. Okay. I, uh, I want to investigate that statue. Okay, investigate. Yeah, it seems a bit um, familiar. I don't. Yeah, it looks. It looks just like the princess. Right, right. I rolled a ten to investigate. Okay. What did uh? What is Zini roll? I rolled a one. Ooh. Okay. You do not. Neither of you find anything particularly interesting about the statue. Um, it seems as though a fourteen. Yes. Uh, as well, Jericho. There, you don't see anything particularly interesting uh, with the statue, Reginald. As you kind of, um, you know fiddle with it a little bit you can tell that it's uh sh- a little bit shaky you might be able to push it over you think hmm no asking no doing i'm gonna see if i can give it a give it a little shove need me to roll something uh sorry what did you say you were gonna do i'm gonna give it a shove. little shove. like not trying to like heave it off the pedestal or whatever just try to give it a little shove see if it's gonna move yeah you shove it with your strength and you you tip it you like you tip it up and you can see underneath it uh there doesn't seem to be anything under there but it does move nice i um fellas you think we should um just go on ahead and remove this i'm always up for the treasure doesn't look like there's anything under it it doesn't seem adventury, but um, I just want to like because th- this is a statue of a woman just standing up, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to like bear hug both arms around it and just lift the whole thing up. Okay, roll a strength check for me. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. You successfully are able to lift that statue off the ground. Yeah. Wow. Anything under there, boys? Some dirt. Yeah, that's about it. Just dirt. Uh, Alright, I'm putting it back down. Uh, Cottage Cheese, we may play other RPGs, Call of Cthulhu or something like that. Um, but right now, we're pretty married to D&D. And if something happens and we're able to play D&D professionally somehow, having all of our time to play more games... We'll definitely try other things, but right now we have really, we barely have the three hours a week to play this, so um, we're working through it slowly, but enjoying our time. Okay. So I'm putting that old statue back. All right. Perfect. All right. um, This didn't seem all that fruitful, fellas. No, certainly not what I was hoping for. Yeah, sadly. 
I guess it leaves yeah. only one thing in this area. Well, there's the mana and all that, but uh, I think we're just beating around what we're supposed to be getting to here. Well, yes, it would seem. The, um, it, it, I'm just glancing at the map. Uh, it, um, in that manor uh, on, on its way back to the, uh, to the main course, so to speak. Yeah, it is. If we want to check it out on the way, we can. Or if we want to wait, that's fine as well. Oh, we might as well glance at it. Demon. Yes, I agree. <clears throat> Very well. Lead the way. I'm going to lead that way. All right. You guys head over that way, and you find yourself at the front the front steps of uh, the mansion uh, in the town. Uh, it is a large mansion. It's got a big... You know, big French doors on the front, big stone steps walking up into it. Uh, just picture a big stone mansion, uh, and that's what you're looking at. But it's dilapidated. Windows broken out, empty archways where glass used to be. Uh, you can tell that things are rotten. Anything that's made of wood is either barely hanging on or completely rotted away. Uh, you can <clears> see <throat> through several holes and cracks in the door into a dark, you know, void of a room on the other side of it. Uh, etc. etc. Rotten Mansion. Using my incredible strength, I would like to investigate through one of the windows. Like hop in? No, just look inside. Oh, uh, you look in and you see uh, just the rotted remains of furniture and decor. Like any, like all the chairs and things are broken and fallen over everything's all the metal is rusty you're seeing into this the big main kind of open room uh in the middle of this mansion as you look through the window uh but it just looks like an abandoned mansion for whenever you're from when you're looking from the outside any uh i guess what i'm looking for any portraits tapestries things like that with the likeness of persons um, no, you don't see what you're saying. You're looking for tapestries? Uh, tapestries, portrait, like anything with a, a like a, a face or something. Like, I'm looking to see who, who used to be here. Um, it looks a, like a fairly, honestly, it looks to see a little bit like the mansion that you went into where Irina and, um, can you guys remind me the other guy's name from, from, uh, Barovia? Ismark. Ismark. Nicely done. Irina and Ismark, their mansion. It looks like this would have been the Burgomaster's the, the Burgomaster's mansion of this town. Um, it looks like it would be the person who presided over the government here. I go in through the window if it is open. Yeah, it's open. I go in. Alright, you hop in there. Is anybody else follow or is it just him? I'm still looking I'm through the window. Up. Okay. Uh, Elvir says, uh, my job is to protect you. I will not. I cannot allow you to go in there alone as he hops through the window as well. Cool. Uh, I want to roll a perception, please. Okay, roll that perception. I um, you and I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of slowly moving forward uh, in whatever direction will take me deeper uh, into the mansion. Or manor, uh, that's an unnatural 20. Uh, okay. I will tell you what you see. A ghost takes shape in the fog. 
Assuming the form of a giant of a man, his features mutilated, his entrails hanging out like frayed ropes. Despite its intimidating presence, the apparition has a cringing light in his eyes. And it says, Why do you invade my home? Be gone! I beseech you! Um, sorry, I didn't realize anyone lived here. I'm stuck here. Be gone. Be gone from my mansion. You are stuck here? Is there a way we can help? We tend to do that sort of thing. No. There is no way you can help. I am here for my own sins. I am trapped in this realm for what I have done. And there is no way you can help me from here. What did you do, sir? No! Be gone! Be gone, please! You must be gone. I take be gone from my mansion. And take a step into the thing. Closer Toward to him? him? Yeah. Okay. Just a single step. Do not come any closer! If you threaten me, I will have to dispatch you! I'm not trying to threaten you, I'm trying to get answers to my questions. I'm... I'm trapped here for my own sins, can't you? You, you have your life. Take it and go. You, you need not be here. Well, you need not be here either. I want to, like, uh, lean back away from the window a little bit and softly whisper towards Jericho. Uh, he's, uh, he's talking with the dead man in there. Should we, um... I think we ought to go in. Yeah, he's a cleric. He's, he's more suited to do this sort of thing than we are. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also, I've been paid to deal with any ghosts. I'm dealing with a hag. Uh, does it, you know, he's already dispatched. I mean, not a whole lot of adventure there, so, uh, right, right. Uh, shall we watch? I think we should be prepared to help and also be prepared to wait. And all, all, <laughs> always prepared to help and all wait. Yes. Um, Elvir leans over to you, Derman, and he says, Derman, I believe this is the last Burgomaster of Berez. I believe this is... This is... Poo-Poo Jones. <laughs> Not Poo-Poo Jones. I believe this is Laszlo Ulrich, the last Burgomaster here. Laszlo Ulrich. How do you know my name? Well, I was, uh, a native told me. Um, oh, was it you? There! Uh, yes, uh, Miss, Mr. Ulrich. I have heard stories of you. Yes? Or what have you heard? I, uh, I have heard you killed your daughter to save her from the devil's strad. Uh, and as he says that to him, um, the Why? ghost of Laszlo Ulrich looks down, direct, dejected into the floor, uh, as his floating form, you know, lowers itself even lower than it was floating before, almost as if he were now standing on the floor in front of you. I have a question. Um, I pull out the letter that I have. That the one, hold on, 
the one that describes uh, the adopted daughter being bitten by a, by a vampire, the one from the corpse. Mm-hmm. I pull that out and I uh, ask if he wrote it. Like I show it to him and I say, <coughs> "Excuse me." <laughs> Did you write this? Did you send for help? No, I did not write this. It is not my letter. Well, that was a dead end, I suppose. Um, well, did you kill your daughter to save her from Strahd? I did. I did. I loved my daughter. I loved her. You you must know I loved my daughter. I believe you. Strahd became obsessed with her. Obsessed with her to the point that he would come here night after night, seeking her. Until eventually she she succumbed, and allowed him to feast on her blood. Allowed him to feast on her blood. So, knowing that because Strahd wanted her eternally, he was obsessed, and he would turn her into a vampire and damn her for all eternity. I did what I had to do, and before he got the chance to turn her. I killed her, so she wouldn't have to rot eternally in whatever hell awaits those like Strahd after this life. That was noble of you, in a way. He scoffs, noble! Killing your own family is the last thing that noble could ever be. I'm a wretch, but I figured I could become... A wretch if she didn't have to suffer. Is that not nobility? Sacrificing yourself for the ones you love? Whatever name you put on it, it doesn't matter. Strahd has cursed me to be stuck here. And how has he done that? I don't know. I don't know how he's done it, but I know his his anger was innumerable. Innumerable. Unmatched. I don't know how he's done it, but I'm stuck here. That is unfortunate. Truly, truly unfortunate. He's cursed I, I he's cursed me to never find rest. I don't know if there's anything that could bring me such rest. I don't know that what I did I was able to save Marina. I know she's dead. But her spirit Who knows where her spirit could be? Well we can hope at peace. You have no idea of anything that Strahd could have done to curse you here. No burial ground or anything. It's nothing tying you to this place. I am overcome with this fear of what has be- become of Marina's spirit. And I know that Strahd knows. If I were just to know that she were safe, if I were just to know that her spirit was not damned eternally, that it was not destroyed or something like that, then maybe I could find rest. And how could I do that? Can we hear what's going on? Um, if you listen closely, I guess. I don't know how closely you're listening. I'm going back to the window. window. Yeah. Reginald, I think, is hearing all of this. But Jericho, you seem to be pretty dissatisfied with it happening, so I feel like you're probably just tuned out until whatever you want to do is starting up again, right? Well, we were by the window waiting to see if there was anything that needed assisting. Oh, if you're right by the window, then yeah, you're hearing this. All right. 
then I want to speak to Reginald. Hey, uh, Reginald. Oh, yeah. Isn't Marina the name on that statue we found? Uh, yeah, I believe you're right. Oh, oh, oh do, you, do you suppose she's the one he's talking about? I assume so. It's a statue right outside his house. But it didn't look like... I mean, it looked like the princess. It looked like Irina. Well... Their names are very similar. You might be on to something, and uh, if if the two was so similar looking and, and similar of name, and he couldn't have this one, then maybe that's why he's going after our uh, arena back in town. Uh, let's see if Demon mentions anything about it. Maybe we should bring it up. Uh, right, I, I think you might be older something here. Yeah, let's let Dermon have his moment. He seems to be on a, a certain trick. Well, yeah, what, what's he saying now? <laughs> Good cut back. Tune in next week. <laughs> uh, that was the cutback. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to... My plan was to mention the statue. I'm, I'm not just. I'm not just about. Yeah, sure. To That's fine. And, uh, said it. So, <clears throat> got that mucus. Did you erect that statue out there of your daughter? Yes. Before I died. Where did you lay her body to rest? Deep beneath the statue, of course. Deep. It was her headstone. Well, then it is... We went over there and we looked at it. I doubt anybody's been there to mess with it in quite some time. Yes, that's... You're, you're speaking of her body. My concerns with her spirit, her soul. And what power does Strahd have over a soul? That I do not know. I should hope none. What would appease you? I've told you once and I... What if I were to if I were to know that my daughter's soul was safe, that I was successful in keeping her from being destroyed by the devil Strahd, then maybe, just maybe, I could find some rest. And how could I do that? I have no way to speak with the dead. I don't know either. He's beginning to get angry. You have your life. Take it and go. <clears throat> you cannot help me. Well, you know, you could help yourself. If you decide to cross over, you could see for yourself whether she's there or not. When you find out, when you, when you die, you'll find out that it doesn't quite work like that. It's not all about what you, where you choose to go. I'm stuck here. Peace isn't something I can make for myself. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. All right. He, uh, as you as you go to leave, like he just he turns around and begins to fade back into the, uh, back into the void of this building in the darkness, and you can hear him weeping as he fades away. Oh. Are you going back outside? Yeah. What's the name? Yeah, go back outside. What's the name of our companion again? Elvier. 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 Elvia, do you know of any way to see the dead 
spirits, whether they are safe or not? There are theories uh, about Barovia and about what has happened since Strahd has closed us into the mists. Or his evil has closed us in, however it has occurred. There are thoughts and theories about the soul and about things of the soul, things of the spirit, things of the the ether, the beyond. Uh, I do not remember, but I know that there is a concern for the souls and the fact that souls are unable to leave here. Uh, some say that they are recycled. Uh, that a soul that that some of us have souls and some of us do not. There are quite <clears throat> wild theories about all of it. I I am not sure how much of it I think is hogwash and how much of I think it how much I think has the truth. Uh, my father might be a better one to discuss with uh, discuss these these things with. For I do not know how much else I have of uh, value on the topic. I I admit I uh, did not pay as much attention to those things as I might have others. Uh, German sighs and then goes back in one more time. <laughs> okay, other characters, how do you guys feel about this? Uh, or, I'm just letting do anything. Me. Excuse me, not how do you feel? Uh, no, don't do anything. I'm, I'm not taking my eye away from the window. I'm just kind of like, it's the, the reach out and like slap him on the shoulder kind of thing. Hey, he's, he's going back in. He's going. We, we, I thought he was coming out. Right hey. right behind you, he says, uh, or Elvir, right behind Derman, Elvir says to the two of you, like, I suppose we're headed back in <laughs> as you say that. And he goes behind you. Sorry, go ahead. We'll hurry it up. Uh, I'm not too fond of Derman's methods, but. I'm not one to stomp on what people are trying to do. If he's got something he means to do here, I'm gonna damn well let him. So this is kind of like adventure? Yeah, it's like adventure for clerics. Hmm. They have sissy adventures, you know that. Oh, oh God, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the sissiest, of course, but uh, I, I don't. It's just, just not very adventurous. Well, I mean, it, it might get adventurous. I mean, the fella might, you know, start stabbing at him or something. Reg, Reg, Reginald, Reginald, what? there's a hut on legs over there. We'll okay. get to it. Just watch. I want to go now. <laughs> I want to go back All and right, watch it through the window. <laughs> yeah, cut to German. I call out for Ulrich. Um... You hear the weeping cease, and he turns around. Uh, he fades back into your view. And he's, have you returned so quickly to mock me? <coughs> well, no, I did not come here to mock you. I came here because uh, an important bit of information was just given to me. Uh, uh, Elvir leans over to you, and he says, I, nothing I've told you so far is fact. I, but do as you will. No fact or not, what you say and what Reginald say, make a fine mess of a stew. <laughs> Ulrich, your daughter, Marina, bears a striking resemblance to a friend of mine named Irina. 
if, if what you if you believe here as Elvia does, I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names, then perhaps her soul was recycled into Irina. Recycled? Her soul into another into another girl into another girl's body into another another person well perhaps perhaps not by the way she looks near identical to your daughter i suppose it's not out of the question could you bring her here no i can assure you i can have no peace unless i see this girl you speak of well, then you are doomed for an eternity. I will not risk her life by bringing her here. Then truly you have doomed me. Well, no. Let's not forget our own actions in this. I came here trying to help you, and I've helped you, well, attempted to help you twice now. You refuse to accept it, whether you are bound by some magics or not. Either way, I think your daughter's soul is fine. But if you do not wish for freedom, I will not endanger Irina's life just to get you free. Well, if you should have pity on this old ghost, bring her to me. If not, I'll be here, should you need me for anything else. He mm. turns around and fades back away. Perhaps once we kill Strahd, we'll be back for you. And then I'll leave. From the window, you can hear Reginald softly say, You still got the goats! <laughs> yeah, Elvira leans over to you and says, You gave it your best shot. I don't know if, if there was any convincing him. Yes, well, some people are stubborn. I do feel bad for them, though. I wish I could help, honestly, but... We must each take care of our own at one point or another. Cool, cool. Elvira flops out of the window. I'm clearing the way out of the window. All right. Cool. Okay, the uh, party's back Elvia. together. One moment. Yeah. Elvira, what, what did you say that man's name was? Uh, his name, if he... Yeah, it is. Laszlo Ulrich. Oh, the Burgomaster of Berez. Yes, correct. Thank you. I'll make note of it. Wonderful. All right. What now? Uh, we have cleared the scarecrows away. Um, I don't... None of you have stumbled across a shiny green magic stone that would help us grow our vines at the vineyard and bring my family back their wealth and livelihood. I bring seven magic green Man. shiny stones out of my pocket. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man. <laughs> ah. I mean, you can look at them, but no. Is there a field of some sort near the church, but I feel like if she's taking it, then she probably has some use for it on a more personal level. My keen raven eyes saw no glow from overhead. I have to imagine if, if the stone is anywhere, the hag has it with her. Well, uh, I guess we got one choice left then. Who the hell knows she could be incubating it with her dark magic. Reginald's like That's, uh, hopping up and down like a little bit. Like, it's time, it's time. Come on, boys, come on. 
Uh, Reginald, you lead the way, I suppose. It would be oh, yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> I probably should have appropriated a uh, a lozenge for the, for for talking with a, an old hag tonight. Hey, tough welcome to the stream, brother. Thanks for being here, my man. She's the one old hag who has not inhaled sulfur through a cigarette. For <laughs> this her old hag, life. this old hag talks smooth as butter. <laughs> It's like Bob Ross with the aforementioned lozenge. Ooh. Yes. Everything's happy little trees. All right. Happy little scarecrow over here. So you guys are headed... Are you guys headed to the, uh... To the hut? Oh, I'm I'm definitely headed that way. I am... I got okay. the shield. I got my, my cool spear that a god gave to me. I'm pretty sure it's a god, but, you know, I got a cool spear. Right. All right. I put a a picture up of the hut uh, for our stream viewers. Um, And again, I appreciate all you stream viewers. Thank you for being here. If you are here, Um, you guys get a little bit extra that the podcast folks don't get in that you get to hear us hang out before and after the stream just a little bit. Um, But you guys head over to the hut. Um, Let's go visit the hut. What do you say? Let's do it. Um. Someone has built a ramshackle wooden hut on the stump of what was once an enormous tree. The rotting roots of the stump thrust up from the mire like the legs of a gigantic spider. An open doorway is visible on one side of the hut, beneath which floats the upside-down, hollowed-out skull of a giant. Flanking the hut's doorway are two iron cages that dangle like hideous ornaments from the eaves. Scores of ravens are trapped in each one. They squawk and flutter their wings. Exci- me, they squawk and flutter their wings excitedly, as you approach. Oh man! I um, you boys want to maybe look for a back door of this thing? I um, I'm not, I'm not really seeing any kind of um, quiet approach options here. Uh, before you. Answering that, anybody, you guys, I'm assuming you guys came from the west where you where you were at the mansion. So you, you got a pretty good look at every side of it. It does not look like there was any other door but the front door that I'm describing to you. Mm. Hey, uh, Elvia, that's, that's none of your ilk in those cages, is it? I know this has been an enemy of your family for quite some time now. We are not missing, of course, we do not have the most effective means of communication with one another, but I do not know off the top of my head of us missing any fellow were-ravens. Uh, but we do know that Babelisaga is, is an enemy to our order. Uh, they could be other people, or they could just be ravens, uh, knowing that they are helpers to us. If you think they should be freed, then we can do that. But I don't know if they are subservient to the witch or not. So perhaps we should wait until after we've dealt with the hag. Like I said before, I'm I'm here to follow your orders. Uh, my best guess is I have no bloody clue whether she has turned them to be servants of her own. Uh, what, uh, what they are for. Um... And if we try, if we want to go in there quietly, uh, they may reveal our position. 
very well. Well, this is a fine mess. I appreciate your candor on the uh, subject, though. You're welcome. The, um, the hut itself, it's not... It's, it looks like it would, like, move around. It's not moving around, right? Correct. It is not moving currently, but it looks like... there. Uh, the only thing that Elvier said is it looks fishy. Something looks fishy yeah. about it. Hmm. All right. Reginald. Are you? With those, with those crows out there squawking and making a mess of every sound that we could try to make, uh, I don't know if we would be easier stealthing by or if they're normally quiet and now they're squawking because they see us. So I'm going to leave this one up to you. Do you want to stealth in, or do we want to go in there, swords ablazing? Real quick to inform this decision, mm -hmm. the hut is not that large. From where you are now, looking at it fairly close by, you can tell it is about it is about fifteen feet by fifteen feet. It is not very big. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. You know what? I mean, we've all been for sneaking around and everything, but I just don't see you sneaking into this thing. I, I think we ought to just charge in there and, and just, just, you know, take care of business, you know, as quick quickly as possible as to avoid any uh, prolonged confrontations. It would be easiest for me if we lured her out in some manner. Do you have any ideas on that, Dermon? Reginald? Uh, well, if the crows are truly her allies, then we could have them squawking, perhaps look them running out. Or we could fall back on a tried and true method and just light her out on fire. That'll work. Also, let's try throwing a rock at it. I was just thinking the same thing. You said let's try throwing a rock yep. at it. Yep. <laughs> All right. I tell you what, man. I tell what you, you what, fellas. Let me uh, let me find a big old rock. Why don't you find you a good hiding spot? Work for you, Demon. Yes, that sounds perfect. No need to waste any fancy magics on a job a rock could do. Yes. Do good. I find me a big old rock? Yeah, you find yourself a big old hefty wealth, easy to be thrown rocks. Um, you guys are in a hiding place. Uh, as long as it's still dark, I don't need a hiding place. I'm still obscured, as far as I know. She might. Uh, I'm only invisible to dark vision. I'm not invisible when it's dark. Hmm. I'm invisible I'm... to dark vision. So if she has like witch sight or devil sight or true sight. She can see me. Understood. Gotcha. 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 Um, okay. Um, so you guys are going to throw a rock in there. I'm going to chuck it with as much force as possible right through the front door. Right through the front door. I need you to roll. Where, how far away from the front door are you? I don't know, like three feet? I don't know. How far are we? I mean, you're going to... So, there's like a big skull right in front of the front door, kind of, like right near it. Um, it's large enough for a large woman to ride in. Uh, so you're that's, like, that's an ominous statement there right there. The that is an ominous statement. <laughs> yeah, well, it ought to be. Um, so you're going to go 
go up close enough to that thing to chunk a rock into the... I mean, let's say you're 10 feet away from the door, I guess? Uh, sure. You Or you want to be... I'll get a little bit farther than that. Up to you. 20, 30, give me some numbers. Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm going to get like as close up to the to the front door as possible. I'm going to chuck that rock, and then I'm going to run underneath the building hut. <laughs> okay. No like other it. cover. So. All right. Roll, roll a, uh, a ranged weapon attack. So I, guess I would roll... like to roll stealth before this happens. Yeah, roll stealth if you guys want to stealth up. I'll do it. Just That's what's funny, baby. Tell me where in relation to this hut you guys want to be. You are stealth, though, of course, Dermot. Uh, like, if I'm facing the door, I want to be to the right of it, back about, like, 20 to 30 feet in that range. Uh, probably about, like, 25. Okay. And I rolled a 20 for stealth. I'd like to be front and center on the uh, front door, about 50 feet out directly. Okay, cool. You guys remember your placement. Reginald, roll that. Uh, uh, at this point, Elvir is going to... Um, Elvir is in human form near you. He's just going to hang out with you guys, so he's going to roll a stealth roll as well. He is successfully stealthed as well. Um, so he is going to hide nearest to where uh, you guys are at, kind of in a, in a spot nearby to you. Um, so as a tavern brawler... Regional. Improvised weapons I get proficiency yep. with and everything. I'm trying to cal- calculate, okay, well, what's what's this role going to look like? What do I need to add to it? Fellas, there's no need. It's a nat 20. <laughs> nice. It's a nat 20. <laughs> it's a 20 plus 7 if you want to be if you want to be real funsies about it. So. You stupid turkeys. <laughs> oh, nice. Let's see what happens. Um... Hold on, let me make sure I remember everything that's there. All right, so my just visually, I'm taking this big old rock, R-A-W-K, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hurl it as hard as I can at the front door, or if there is a lack of front door, into the building. And then I'm grabbing my spear off my back, and I'm rushing shield and spear underneath the building. Okay, so you successfully chunked the rock right into the building. Nice. Uh, well, that's it, everybody. Good night. You chunk the rock right into the building, and you hear from inside the building. Get off my lawn. Uh, a hag, a lady. You hear from inside the building. Who is here, the rock, at my child? <laughs> uh, oh as you hear that hurt my ear the hole. standing of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there are filters on Twitch. Hopefully, it didn't hurt, it hurt, it didn't hurt anybody <laughs> who was listening. Um, and rushing out of the door is let me show you then the discord and then the people on the stream rushing out of the door you see this lady
Misko, did I ruin your eardrums? Hopefully not. I heard it, but I didn't see it yet. You're going to hear the sending me the medical bills for your ears. I hope it wasn't that bad. It's in the Discord. Sorry about it. Yeah, I'm under the dungeon thing, not dungeoneering. Oh. Oh, wrong, wrong image. Sorry. Yeah. Put it in the wrong channel. You put it in dungeoneering. That's the wrong area. See it. That's Baba the Saga, She's baby. She's creepy looking. That's a rough. Right. That's Baba the Saga. She's seen some hard times. Do you want to subscribe her for the podcast, folk? Yes, I'm going to. Babalus Saga is an old, green-skinned hag of a woman. She has gray hair that is is pulled back into two, like, straight horns that go above her head. She's got some dangling jewelry on and, like, long, ratty robes that she's wearing. Her fingernails and hands are extremely long, and, of course, she is not smiling. (laughs) She is... Uh, frowning pretty good um, but she looks out of the uh, out of the door and she she uh, calls out who who threw a rocket my child from out here and where are my crows <clears throat> um, and she she does that as she's looking out of the uh, out of the Did way. I successfully scamper out of her sight under the building? You are currently under the building, but I'm going to need you to roll a little stealth check. Right. And you better roll good, because she be looking. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. It's a, it's a 16. Is that good enough for you? We're about to find out if it's good enough. Consult the scrolls. Uh, it is good enough for me. You're able to conceal yourself. You're able to stealth yourself pretty darn good. Good news, boys. There ain't no frogs Um, up under this building. You stepped on the mole, Major. (laughs) (laughs) All all of them are all of... All of you are hidden, well hidden. So Baba Lasaga is looking out like an old lady who just got ding-dong ditched. Uh... And she's, you know, she's trying to, trying to find you, looking around, um, but she, um, let's see what she's gonna do. Hold up, hold up! I need to look at some of my options. I'm so bad at playing a spellcasting person, especially a powerful spellcaster. Remembering all the crap they can Thanks do. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> they cannot deflect rocks. We have established this. Right, yeah. She can't deflect rocks. Okay, so that's not... That, uh... That's she. I was thinking that she might be able to do one little thing. Um, no, she is. She's very concerned. So what she's going to do is she's going to close the door of her hut, and she's going to step down into her skull, and she's going to fly up into the air and towards her goat pen. Well, all right then. So she hopped into her skull and 
uh, Jetson style. <laughs> to fly away in a very large giant skull. Uh, so she's definitely going to leave. She's going to leave your sight in just a couple seconds as she as she does nice. that. Uh, yeah. Once she is fully gone, I want to go into her hut. Okay. <laughs> is Elvir still with me? Elvir is still with you. And what you hear him whisper is, "Bloody hell!" <laughs> she just... is it going? To be that easy? She ran off. I don't know what to expect. I suspect Derman's going to go in there, take her all the shit, and then we're going to burn the hut down and run off. <laughs> uh, Elvir uh, stifles a giggle. Uh, and he says, uh, that would be wonderful if we could pull that In off. the distance, underneath to... the hut, you can see Reginald fishing around for a torch. Uh, he says I would prefer to kill the witch but we could always save that for another day if the gym is in the uh, hut that's all we're looking for Um, he says we must act quickly no doubt she will return soon especially when she realizes her scarecrows have been destroyed Uh, and he like sprints toward the um, he sprints toward the hut uh, behind Dermon who is also headed there all right, you going inside, Dermon? Yo. All right. I love books, but also it's hard to do books whenever you got a bunch of different areas in the book to look at. Um, <clears throat> the hut is 15 feet on a side and packed with old furniture, including a wooden cot, a wicker cabinet, a slender wardrobe, a wooden table, a stool, a barrel top, a barrel topped wooden chest reinforced with brass bands, and an iron tub stained with blood. Ooh. In the middle of the room is a ghastly wooden crib with a small angelic child sitting in it. All the furnishings except for the crib are bolted to the floor. Beneath the crib, green light seeps up through the cracks between the rotting floorboards. Bubble hey. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see if I can scamper up inside as well? Yeah, you you guys successfully get in that house. Okay, so Um, Dermon was viewing it. I've been mapping out this encounter because I thought we were going to have the encounter right here in the front yard. I have uh it all up on the all app thing. (laughs) Good old Radej. (laughs) Radej, nice. You drew the trees too. That's pretty adorable. Okay, so we can switch over to that because uh, Bryce has been so kind to do that for <laughs> us. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like we're playing the video game of it. A little 8 bit. Um, let me read a real thing about a spell real quick. I'm waiting for her to come back with an 8 bit goat just because I want to see what an 8 bit goat looks like. Okay, cool. Yep, go ahead. Do what you will do. Um, well, so, you said there's green light coming up from the crib? Like beneath? Yeah. Um, beneath the crib, green light seeps up through the cracks between the rotting floorboards. I want to go look at the crib. I want to, I want to look in the crib and see what I see. Okay. In the crib, 
uh, in the crib, there is a, an angelic child cooing in the crib, not making any noise, not a lot of noise, you know, kind of just, you know, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? That when self, self-soothing, you know, sucking his thumb, being a good little kid, uh, just hanging out in the crib, doesn't seem to notice you. Well, uh, okay. Dermon's just going to kind of ignore that for now. He's confused, but he's got stuff he's got to do. Um, what else did you say was in here? All right. Um, there's old furniture. There's a wooden cot, a wicker cabinet, a slender wardrobe, a wooden table, a stool, a barrel-topped wooden chest that's reinforced with brass bands, and an iron tub stained with blood. In the middle of the room is a ghastly wooden crib with a small angelic child sitting in it. All the furnishings except for the crib seem to be bolted to the floor. Beneath the crib, green light seeps up through the cracks between the rolling, the rotting floorboards. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm going to go to the chest, I suppose. All right. So you pass. Now, it should be noted that the green light is not coming from the child or the crib. It's coming yeah. from beneath it. Yeah, I know. So you head to the chest. Yeah, I want to investigate it. I'm going to enter the hut as well. Okay, Jericho's in the hut. Investigate that chest real quick for me, Dermon. Oh, Lord of mercy. Oh, Papa, that's uh, 14. Uh, the chest seems normal. Does Jericho see the child in the crib? Yes, everybody sees the child in the cribs. Okay. Jericho kind of has a thing about that, so he's going to be having okay. a little private freak-out moment while Dermon's doing his thing. So just picture Jericho while, like... Huh? What do you, what, picture Jericho like what? Just absolutely like eyes blown wide, just like what is going on here, why? Well, as Elvir, Elvir comes into the room, he stands up and not noticing you do that, he says, who do you think the child is? I don't know. But I know I want to kill that hag. I don't know what sick, twisted thing she had in store for this child. There's a pot of blood on the side over here. There's nothing that she could do for this child that would be anything but terrible. Uh, Elbir says, the child seems... See, it seems happy. Should we take it with us? I don't know. That's a, call, that's a hard call to make. I want to. We'll see. I want to grab the heck. I want to grab Jericho with like both, both hand on both shoulders. We need to take this child from here. What are you talking about? We can't stay here. It's a bathtub of blood over there. We don't know anything about the hag yet. We only know what we've been told. If she comes back here and it's all a misunderstanding, I'm willing to let that go. But if it's not, she's got to die, and then we'll take the child with us. A misunderstanding. There's a a vat of blood in the back area. Uh, there's a blood-stained bathtub in the back of the the hut. And there's there a pen of goats outside. I suppose you're right. Way to, keep, way to keep a cool head, Jericho. Understood. While they're talking, right, I want to let him go, and I want to like um, look underneath where the the crib is at. Okay, real quick, let's deal with the chest. You guys had your conversation after German has left by. Let's deal with this mm-hmm. chest. Uh, are you doing anything with the chest, uh, 
Uh, well, I mean, it looks fine to me, so I guess I'm going to try to open it up. All right. When you t- put your hand on the chest, bad news occurs. Ah. A loud, thunderous noise. <laughs> the crack of thunder happens, and you can feel a jolt of lightning pass through your arm and up into your body. <gasps> German. And you're going to take a hot heap and mess of damage. Ooh. Well, depends on how I roll. Oh, I'm rolling the wrong dice. Oh. <laughs> we need a bigger one for that. <laughs> Dermon, you're about to, you're going to take twenty points of damage, nice. dude. Well, that is not terrible, but I would not want to do it again. That is merely... Oh, he, like, shakes a little bit. Yep. Unpleasant. All right, so you <laughs> take... He coughs up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... So the chest remains... Remains unopened. Um, but the lightning was an extremely loud noise. And you don't know it, but all of you have the thought... Well, I bet she's turning around. Yep. Um, but you don't know that or not. You don't know how far away she is. But the the only response that you could think of that is certainly Elvir. Elvir says, "Surely she heard that. Surely she knows yeah. we will just stand around and wait for her to get back. Should we close? Let's find door? out where that gleam. I don't think that's going to help, Reginald. Mm-hmm. We're taking the child, and we're taking whatever that is glowing under the floorboards. It looks like the same green we saw on the vineyard." Stones. Right. Okay. Grab the babe. I'll get up underneath the, the cradle there. Elvia, help me with this. All right. Elvia reaches. Elvia reaches down, but whenever you go to slide the crib out out of the way, your hand passes through it. What? Huh. I want to try to open the chest again. And your hand, your hand passes through the crib, and not only does it pass through the crib, it passes through the baby as well. The baby does not respond. It's an illusion. Hey, did we um, did we break the baby? No, I I think Jericho is right. It must be some kind of illusion. That must be why everything else is bolted to the floor, and this is not. Like some sort of. uh, This is all just slowing us down. Reginald, get those floorboards up now. You got it. I'm digging them up. What do I need? All right, as you do that, as you do that, let's deal with uh, the chest over here. Um, Dermon, you're going to open the chest? Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> when you open the chest, four things called crawling claws oh, jump God. out at you. Oh, Lord. I need everybody to roll in this. Ah. Uh, uh, this might be the... Nineteen. Oh wait, I don't have the any. first thing. Ooh, a moth is in my house. Good God, that's a big old Mothra. moth. Mothra. You roll almost, initiative, Keith. That, that moth almost took my contacts out. <laughs> um, let me. Uh, moth got surprised. Yeah, moth rolled rolled a nat twenty on that <laughs> on that thing. Um, I was about to type in moth to my monster manual. 
how do how is this place lit? Do I need to make a roll to investigate the lighting source? Uh, it's just lit by a torch, like some lanterns on the wall. All right. Roll initiative for the crawling claws is what I shall do. All right, we need to. I need to roll that again because that was a botch. Uh, okay. There are four claws right there, but all within range of um, Derman here. I hope everybody rolled initiative. 19. Um, Nine. 19, 9, 18. Your boy, Elvir. Okay. So... All right, cool, cool, cool. The claws have jumped out. You have a few seconds to deal with these, um, but of course you can choose to not deal with them. And uh, you know, like Reginald, you keep you do whatever you do. You're playing D and D. You know how to do it. <laughs> this is actually probably our first successful act trap happening to the characters. Successful for the enemy trap happening to the characters in the history of Dungeon Boys. Sadly, it was two in a row, um, but. It's all right. Everything's going to be okay. Hopefully. Uh, Reginald, it is your all turn. Right. Four crawling claws have just, have just jumped out of a chest and are trying to attack your friend. Right. What Can I do? use my stabby spear to reach at them with a stabbing action? You may. Yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. Yep. You'll have to move over there toward the, away from the crib and towards that. I got part 10 of the feet of reach. But it'll only take you I five got 10 feet, feet of reach. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Oh, you can reach 10 feet. Yeah, that's a spear. He's got the spear. Oh, nice. nice. Cool. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, 18 on the first attack. And 15 on attack number dos. All right. So you kill one claw and then kill another claw. I didn't roll any damage. You didn't have to. Okay. So... They have very low hit points. If you you have modifiers on your damage, do you not do. add to it? Yep. So they're dead. So you stab one, and then stab the other one. And no katashis. I tr- I trust my boys. I trust they're not fudging them rolls. So question. Because it's the it's the blood spear. I gain yeah. life if I kill something with it. Do I gain temporary hit points, or how does that work? They are temporary hit points, but I'll go back and check. I believe they are temporary okay. hit points. So it's a 2d6 on each you one? Don't, you don't gain total. Um, go back. Well, with temporary hit points, you get one amount, and then you get a second amount. You don't... So, like, if you get three on your first one, and then you go right back and get four, the four replaces the three. Okay. So you can just keep stacking? Yeah, you can't stack. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds solid to me. Um, when you hit with a melee attack using this magic spear, reduce target zero hit points. You gain two d six temporary hit points. Nice. So just roll one batch of two. One D6s. batch of two d six. Okay, that is a six. It's a three plus three. Uh, okay, yeah, six temporary hit points nice. for you. Okay. Nice. You get you get those yellow Zelda Breath of the Wild nice. hearts. 
I can work with that. If you guys want to call into question the uh, the trustworthiness of the Dungeon Boys, you'll have to do that privately. If you think they're fudging their rules, you'll have to send a, a, a an, ink, an ink Look quest. into my eyes. I gotta trust Would, my boy. Are these the eyes of somebody untrustworthy? I gotta trust. They got a lot of of uh, big big uh, additions to them too. Um, being you know top tier level six right. and all. Let's go trust your eyes, Josh. Okay, uh, so that's two two crawling claws. They're jumping towards your face, and as they're jumping towards your face, Dermon, you see a spear on either side of your head go whoosh, whoosh, as and stab both of them on their way to your Bonus head. action. I want to look inside the the thing to see what what's left after they jumped out. The chest? Are you going to yeah. move over there? Okay, so you move over to the chest. What's left in the chest? Looks like a bunch of goodies. Doesn't look like there's anything left dangerous in that chest. That's all I'm checking for is um, more stuff coming out. Yeah, I figured it was a danger check. Uh, Yeah, nothing nothing dangerous left in that chest, it looks like, except for the other two claws that have survived. It is now Jericho's turn. Uh, I'm going to keep working on what... Reginald was going for at the floorboards. He never got him up, right? Okay. Yep, never got him up. Correct. Right. I'm going to use one of my swords and continue prying at one of the broken floorboards. Roll a strength check. Oy. That's a... Uh, 14 plus 1, I think. I don't know where my phone went. There it is. Yeah, 14 plus 1. Okay. No. I got a zero, um, sorry. 14, n- no modifier. You are able to smash the... Fourth, the or, are you smashing or are you trying to rip them up? Either way, you're successful. I'm just prying. Okay. So you pull up the floorboards. Uh, let's see, hold on. You pull up the floorboards in the cavity. Underneath the floorboards, you see the magic green gem. You can see it. But it is affixed, it is attached to the hut in some way. Like, almost the hut has these tendrils attaching it, uh, to, attaching this thing to itself. Alright. I can't make any actions to start hacking at that, right? Do what now? I can't make any actions to start hacking at that, right? Um, you've already used your action to get into there. Okay. Let me make sure that I um that I can tell you the correct thing. Hey fellas, if y'all didn't see it on the Discord, I found the the map of the inside of the hut because I was getting kind of confused about where stuff was. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm I see it. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot in a 15-foot room. You're one to talk, Josh. Right. You are currently in the bus, are you? I am. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, boss man. Um, we got trouble. Trouble in Magic Gym Town. I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw, my man. Me? Yep. All right. Uh, I think that's my proficient saving throw. Yeah, we're rolling uh, 20-sided dice, cottage cheese, for the uh, attack rolls and things. Dang it. Come on. Stay on the table. 
That's a nine. A nine for a dexterity saving throw? Yes, sir. That's um, with my plus four modifier. That's bad news. So whenever you reach into the hole to grab the gem, a bunch of no, I didn't big that. white... Did you not do that? I pried up the thing and you said it was attached to stuff. My first thought was to hack at it. Okay, so what were you? So how were you going in the hole? Tell me that. I just pried the board up, and I saw that it was attached to the thing. So on my next turn, my idea was to use my attack, extra attack, and bonus action to just hack at it with a sword. Oh, okay. Well, then we will table this for next time. I thought you were reaching in. You told me it was attached, so I assumed I couldn't just grab it. Okay. I thought you were reaching in to do something with it, though. That no, was not what, yet. That was, I guess, my confusion. All right, so all you metagamers out there, <laughs> Jericho does not know that happens with the teeth because teeth it never happened what? yet. Teeth? Okay. Yeah, we didn't hear teeth. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I really white. ain't reaching in there. <laughs> I, I got to the word white and didn't make it to teeth, I guess. God Man. Dang. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jericho does not know about the teeth. <laughs> Watch and be amazed as he reaches in next time. Okay. And um, as my turn ahead. ends, I want to mention to Elvir, Elvir, could you try and get some of these lights out of here? And uh, yes, it will be my pleasure. Um, so uh, Elvir is going to hop to one side of the room and reach into a lantern and shut out the light with that one and then with his you know free action that you use to do levers or whatever um and then he is going to use his action to cross the room again and put out the other light it is now dark in the hut nice except for the glowing of the green it's actually a really cool effect going on like i like the visuals yeah it's spooky too we in spooky town boys that's it for me Okay, it is now Elvir's turn. Oh, wait, so he just he, did that. he just yeah. used his turn. It is now the Claw's turn. Both of them are on the way to attacking young Derman. Um, so they are going to try to attack you. The first roll is a 23 Ooh. to hit. That'll do it. <laughs> 19. Uh, so it's going to do three damage to you. With a claw, they're just going right, to jump up and slash you. Oh, wait a second. And of course, I still got, I still got my, my yep. spear and my shield. They have disadvantage because I'm standing right next to him. On every, on every attack, or just it would be, it would be one, one of them. Yeah. Action, right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go back and I'll reroll that one. So no, no, no three damage yet. Good thing you had that because the second roll hey. I did was a nat twenty. Uh, but the first time he rolled a 11, an 11 to hit. Uh, that do not hit. All right. The second claw is going to attack with a 19. That nope, 18, 18, 18. That do hit. Okay. This time you will take two damage instead of three. So you lucked out. Nice. Good job. Good job. Good job. smacked it with the shield when it jumped up there. Ah, nope. Um, Misku, if you would like a world map, I will go try to find the world map that they all have. 
I'll upload it um, while you do your thing. Yeah, put the world map in the Dungeon Boys channel right. if you don't mind. Uh, I uh, can that's pretty... when we have. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Sorry, Miss. Go ahead and see your chat for a while. You guys know how I, how I do chat on D and D nights. Thank you guys for still chatting towards each other, though. That's really helpful and makes me feel nice. Um, Dermot, it's your turn. I cast Word of Radiance. On what? Word of Radiance. Do it. You utter a divine word and burning radiance erupts from you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage. Uh, since we're level 6, they're going to take 2d6, so roll that constitution on them two boys. Okay. Uh, wrong constitution. Constitution is a 4 and a 15. Little dang. Surely 4 doesn't save. Oh, wait, I thought you said, uh, I thought it was a modifier for No, 4 does not save. Okay, what about 15? 15 does save. Uh, the one who got 4, he's going to take 11 damage, though. Okay, so they both die. You radiate them both. Cool. Both the claws are dead. You take no more damage. The room is now quiet. There is a glowing green from the floor, and there is a chest in front of you. If you would like to use your bonus action, I will allow you to investigate its contents extremely quickly. I wish to do so. Here, you see 1,300 gold pieces worth oh, oh my. Of, uh, of gold. You also, see, you also see five extremely shiny, extremely valuable-looking gemstones. You also see a vial uh, with a label that says Oil of Sharpness. You also see two scrolls in there. You open them up. One of them says Mass Cure Wounds, and the other says Revivify. Mm. You see a pouch containing ten sling, plus one sling bullets. I don't know what that is. It's magical ammunition. Okay. You also see a set of uh, a set of pipes. Um, let me see if I can find an image of that so I can know what those are. I'm picturing a pan flute. It's a musical instrument. It's a it's music. It's a musical instrument. It's pipes, um, hmm. but they seem to be magical. Oh, cool. And then finally, you see another rock in there, but this looks more like a magical rock. It looks as though. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you're not going to be able to understand that in this amount of time. Kind of hit the mother load on this one. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to kill her. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no way I can leave all this in time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, cottage cheese, I forgot I can, don't have to type to you. Cottage cheese, when it comes to world making, the season one we were talking about earlier um, is an original map. We do. I did build a world map for our 
homebrew original world that I built campaign. Um, but yeah, the Dungeon Boys proper season one and season two are in a world that I created called Medin. This is a module, Curse of Strahd, that was created by Wizards of the Coast. What was the last thing that was said to me? Oh, nothing. Okay, so yeah, that rock. The rock that you pick up is, or that you see as well looks as though it might be a magical rock. Not particular, not a, not valuable like the gemstones necessarily, but it looks like it could be useful. Well, this is certainly quite a fun hole. All right, so yeah, uh, yeah, t- combat is over, by the way, so. Yeah, so I'm going to loot all of that. And I'm going to keep having right, this nice. gemstone. Um, okay, if I so may, I have... I have two. I have two hand axes. Can I chuck one towards good old Jericho? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, um, Jericho. Wait, use this. Don't don't use sword like that. I, this is all I, I. I'm not really built for using a weapon like that. Well, here, let me see if I can give you a hand. Let, let me see if I can can help loosen it up or whatever we're doing. Okay. So there's a hole down there where this green light is coming from. Uh, the green stone is down there attached to the stump that you guys are standing on, that the hut is built on. To reach down there and grab this stone or to cut the things that are that are attaching it to the stump, you're going to have to get like almost shoulder deep in this hole. Ah, uh, stick my head in it. No. <laughs> Surely that will not be a problem. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that it would. Nope. Right. Right. Uh huh. All right. Um. <laughs> I tell you what. In, instead of using my, hey, I, I got this. Um. I, I got a little poking stick here. Let me see if I prize it loose. I want to jab my spear down there and see if I can cut away some of the stuff. All right. On a scale of one to ten, how much did you did the teeth involve, or the teeth involved in your decision making? Oh God, like a solid seven. Oh well, you should dial that back to a one and then re redecide on what your decision is. All right. So it's like a it's like a one then. Okay. You stick the spear down in there immediately. The spear uh, is beset by a ring of white teeth. I am so pissed off at myself. <laughs> Hey, I was reaching down in there. If you want to do the thing, like, I mean, he just came over here and did his thing, but I was already shoulder deep digging swords into it. If you want to go with that. No, it's fine. It's fine, brother. It's, hey, I am the failure here. You jab the spear down in there, but guess what? I'm going to punish you boys for accidentally metagaming whether you meant to or not. I didn't metagame. You plunge the spear down in there, Josh. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Reginald and a big ring of sharp white teeth appear, and they clamp down or about are about to clamp down on the spear. Roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. It's woo. It's a twenty, not natural. Oh well, it's you a, are successful. It is a as nineteen teeth, plus one. As the teeth uh go down there, you are able to poke at the gemstone, um, but the gemstone is not... Sorry, am I talking over you? No, 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 no. I was thinking out loud. Sorry. 
Okay. Uh, when the when you poke the gemstone, the gemstone doesn't really budge. It's still kind of attached, but you can feel it jiggle a little bit. It doesn't look like it's attached like concrete. It looks like it's something that maybe you could maybe you could move out of there or whatever. Um, but you're able to pull the spear back up before the teeth close. Obviously, the teeth were not there before. You are surprised that the teeth exist. Huh. Thank you. Well, um, fellas. Yes. Um, I don't believe anybody's uh, needs to be reaching down that hole too quick. Does um anybody have anything a bit more the magical sorts what might take care of big tooth loppers? I don't know, but surely she is returning soon. Grab the lantern. <coughs> we'll drench the place in oil. That's okay. a good idea. Yeah. I don't know what were you saying? Um, how many gemstones did I get from the chest in the uh, winery? Gemstones from the chest in the winery? There was on, gold and there was gold and electrum, but I don't remember any gems. Yeah, it was oh, a yeah. bag of gemstones. I returned the gold and electrum, but I kept the gemstones. Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Well, you. I don't. I don't feel like it was more than five. Yeah, so I don't think it was. Just pick either. a number between. Let me tell you. I can assure you, those gemstones. Uh, if you lost those in the dryer, at home during the laundry, you wouldn't miss them after you sold these bad boys. Um, I don't know where this bloody chapter oh, is. I'm gonna get that there aforementioned oil and begin the aforementioned drenching. All right, you're gonna start drenching the. Okay, grab the oil and you start drenching the place. It's so cool. What a cool scene. Uh, uh, can, I, can I look and see if there's anything on her like little desk thing, like any journals or anything like that? Uh, yeah, go ahead and look around for that. I'm looking for the... Hey, fellas, quick, quick question while we're waiting. Can everybody still hear me okay? Yep. Okay, my yeah. connection just said lost connection, establishing reconnect. Oh boy, yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, just making sure. Uh, uh, Dern, you don't have a little found thing the uh, Zencaster though. Huh? Sometimes he sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes it glitches out, but. Okay. So it says recording in process, so I'm going to trust it. We have Twitch as a backup. Yep. Um, you found fifty gold pieces worth of gemstones. Okay. So the gemstones that were in that bag, Derman, they were worth fifty gold pieces total. That bag essentially had 50, 50 gold in it. So you just want to, you just want me to take it as fifty gold? Uh, you might as well. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do that. Sounds good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Jericho is dousing the place in oil. Uh, the gemstone is still in the bottom of the hole. Did I find a journal or anything? Um, let me go back and check. No, no you did not. There's nothing particular. There's nothing really sitting out that you can see. The only things of value seem to have been in that chest. Picture of Elvir's mom. Anything? Okay. No, no picture of Elvir's mom. Gotcha. May I? May everybody I? roll a perception check real quick. <clears throat> I do it. Uh, unnatural 20. Uh, 22. Okay. 19 plus 3. Nice. 
and a 12. Um, okay, so Reginald and Dermot, you both hear um, the muffled, distant screeching of the hag, Babalasaga, flying back towards you. You can sort of hear the squeal of her flying skull, and you can also hear her saying, Strad! As if she's calling out to him in That's a bad in fright. Wait, Jericho, sorry, you don't hear it, Reginald and Dermot do Oh, that. yeah, 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 sorry. My B. Oh, okay. Hey, anybody else heard that? I think it might be almost time to go. I heard it, but the way she was calling out, do you think that this child could be an illusion of Strahd? Um, seemed to me it's right in front of the door. Maybe it's there just to bring unsuspecting idiots such as ourselves inside. It does remind me a lot of the uh, castle we saw in the mist. Mm, that is true. May but it's not really here. It's not here. May I, with increased urgency, see if I can take my old sturdy mace and shove it down in that hole with the intention that just maybe it's sturdy enough to not close them mouth chompers all the way. Um, what do you mean? I'm confused. He's trying um, to wedge the mouth open. Yep, Reginald is He's running out of options. I'm trying to shove my mace that I started this whole adventure with down into the mouth to see if I can at least hold it open for a second. Okay, so this mouth, is a, it's a ring of teeth, just to let you know. But you do that. Roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. Wait, dexterity saving throw? I'm trying oh. to wedge it in there. Oh, okay. You you wedge it in. So this ring of teeth clamps down on your mace, um, not producing a gap large enough for you to reach your hand into it. It's a ring of teeth, not necessarily a mouth biting top and bottom. It is a essentially a an, a lens of a camera closing down on your mace. Oh, okay. All right. The, the visual helps now. Yep. Okay. Um, and the longer it's in there, the more you can hear the the uh, the mace kind of giving a little okay. bit. Okay. Let me yank that. You can hear the scratch. Let me yank that back out of there. Roll a strength check, daddy-o. <laughs> 21. Oh. It's a strong boy. And you outstrength a an animated hut. <laughs> Not this time. The hut maintains its grip on the on the mace. Alright. Fellas, they done eight mimics. The screaming is getting I got I'm one more. Well I got Go I got ahead. one more thing I could try. I want to reach in my bag and hold up the bottle of the, the freezing juice fluid stuff. Uh-huh. Nice. What, what you think, fellas? Is this the moment? Give it a shot. All right. I'm still going to be dumping uh, lantern juice. Yep. A point of inspiration. The screaming is very close. Nice. All right. I am chucking that bottle down there in the hole with full force. 
into the into the so the teeth are closed around your the teeth are closed around your mace. Sure, right? I'm just is for all sure. I'm I'm just I'm I'm sending it sailing towards the the problem towards the teeth area towards the the teeth okay. around the gym gotcha. the mouth the mouth all right the mouth direction the bottle bursts around the mouth and teeth. I'm gonna roll a little Constitution save on this bad. All right. Did I really get a all point right, of inspiration? You did. I have never gotten a point of inspiration. Yes, Dermon? Uh, while all this is going on, uh, Dermon uses his channel divinity to heal himself. And yeah, then he would like to uh, position himself by the door in such a way that when it swings open, he will be behind it. Okay, cool. Good idea. Uh, the closer you get to the door, the more you can hear the ravens screeching in their cages. Um... Everything is becoming quite chaotic at this point. The bottle bursts on the teeth. The mace uh, is frozen where it stands, as well as the teeth are frozen. The um, and all of it is is quite covered in ice, extremely frozen. Your bottle, everything, uh, and the the brown mold has frozen everything in the vicinity. The teeth stop twitching with the strength that they're cramp, cramp, <clears throat> clamping down on the mace, and they're they're frozen in their place now. As well as the mace. Sweet. Well done, to original. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good thinking. Good thinking. Well, it's only worth it if we can get it back out. Can we? Uh, um, can I see if we can try to break the teeth now? Or I mean, it's just like one of those liquid yeah, nitrogen moments. Or I don't know what's happening. I assume that's what you're thinking. So go okay. Ahead. Um, I'm just going to use my my hand axe then. Um, okay. So I'm trying to think of like a disposable type weapon. Uh, 14 to hit at the frozen teeth. Okay, 14 to hit at the frozen teeth. Um, real quick for uh, for drama's sake, mm -hmm. Dermon, as you go to stand by the door, you see the light of a fireball raining down from the sky that matches the ferocity with which the devil strawed through a fireball. Uh, flying right in front of the door, um, blowing up in the front yard of this place. Like it's like almost as if Baba La Saga is just trying to flush you out or just hurl something out there in, in sheer anger. Um, no, that's no good. Uh, Dermon, or I mean Reginald. You what did you do again? Hand axe on uh, the teeth? fourteen to hit. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, you definitely hit the teeth. And it is six damage. Um, six damage to the teeth. What you end up doing is you smash your um, axe into them, and uh, cracks form all around the teeth, but also some cracks form in your mace as well. Okay. So in the mace, though, not the axe. While you're making decisions... Not the axe. The frozen mace and the frozen teeth are cracked underneath the weight of your axe okay. a little bit okay. uh, a lot of cheese answer your question really what we go for with playing D&D is not so much challenge versus easiness it's just like we want to have fun and tell a fun story we don't want it to be so easy that there's no stakes but we don't want it to be so hard that it's not any fun so we're just kind of having fun playing through a story together um, but go ahead and what else, what else are you guys going to do um, I fellas I might be on to something see if you can hold her off I will try my best. 
I'm a swing at it again. Swing at it again, roll damage. Uh, 14 to hit and 10 damage. Uh, 10 damage. This time, your your blade of your axe comes crashing into the teeth. The teeth shatter, but as they shatter and the cracks form in them, the cracks go all the way to the head of your mace, and the head of your mace shatters as well as the frozen bits fall into the hole. Nice. I have a little, I, I don't like think a single tear. Nice. What do you say? We should just get I don't think she'll destroy this place. She seems attached to it in some way. If we hurry, we should be able to pry it loose and see if we can't get out of here. If she tosses one of those fireballs in here, this place is going to go up like an alchemist workbench. Right. You might might have something there, what with all the oil and everything. Um, hold, hold on. Reginald, just grab this. I'm, gra- I'm like grabbing like a rag or like, like I'm just ripping off part of my clothing. I just want to reach down there and grab it okay you grab it um and you're able to pull it loose from the vines that are attaching it to this to the stump that you all are standing in uh and the the hut is standing on and as soon as you grab it and remove it uh from those vines and pull it out you you give a look to your companions elvir uh and jericho and you see Dermon standing there by the uh by the door and as you're looking out the door, you can see the two ravens' cages on the either side, and you get that sinking feeling in your stomach, like when you're on a roller coaster, and you see the two cages of the ravens fly off to the side, and the the stump that you're standing on drops and hits ground level at this point. It's no longer standing on the spider legs of this stump. Nice. Um, and you all slam into the... Uh, you all slam into the ground. Everybody make a constitution saving throw real quick. Uh, 20. Oh, natural. 23. Uh, Good gravy, guys. 11. 11? And hold on, Elvir. Elvir, when he hits the ground, he can't keep his feet and he slams into the ground. Um, the rest of you keep your feet. Uh, the screaming w- is now close enough for everyone to hear. I want to help Elvira up. Was was okay. I already prone on the floor? Because I was like reaching down in the hole. Oh uh, no! I, I, this happened after you okay. stood up. Yeah, you're good. Reginald, I think you should be prepared mm-hmm. to give that stone to Elvira here, and he can fly off back to the vineyard. We might be able to escape. I'm trying to handle the witch. I'm already trying to, like, shove it into his hands. <laughs> take it, take it, go, go, get out of here. I'm ashamed to take it this way, but I thank you. I will see you back at the winery. Uh, and he grabs the stone, stuffs it in his pouch, and um, transforms into a raven and flies out of the door with speed you've never seen a raven have. To I the nearest be- pawn shop. Yep. <laughs> I want to roll stealth. Okay. Delphi. Uh, yeah, the, the screaming is getting closer and closer. Um, you can't tell exactly how far away it is, uh, but she's saying, she's saying again, like, "I'm coming, baby. I'm coming." 
uh, as she's flying towards this this area that's getting louder and louder. Damn it. I got Do you think you can torch this place behind us? Oh, yes, of course. I got an unnatural 20. All right, so you're deaf. I'm going to pull out a torch and uh, say, run. <laughs> I am going to dash out the front door, like dive. Nice. You dive out of the front door. Like uh, you're a lot closer. burst from uh, the end of season one, like that. Like just caw, caw, straight out the front door. <laughs> yeah. You, you jump out the front door, you land on your feet, and you are hoofing it. I am not far behind. Okay, Reginald's right behind you. Um, but by the time you get outside, you turn around to look, and not a hundred feet behind you, coming down out of the sky, is the one and only Baba Lissaga on her flying, on her flying giant skull. And she calls out and she says, You! You've destroyed my home! And you have stolen my gem! For that you will die! And she points a finger at you. Does she see me? Uh, no, because you're still in the building, right? Or have you yeah. jumped out? Well, no, I'm, I'm in there, but like, I, I'm gonna just light the torch and throw it. Um, okay. Are we still using my uh, stealth roll from earlier, or should I roll a yeah. new one? You, you got you're you're stealthy. Nobody sees you do whatever you're about to do. I want to see if I can run towards the the ruins of the little buildings or whatever, kind of like in the direction of where we first came in, like towards that you want, like that those buildings. Yeah, down towards the river. Yeah. Hop out, turn south towards the buildings. You're headed that way. Uh, no, I'm headed towards like the. Jericho, you I'm headed keep... towards like the X that's like closest to the middle. No, I'm talking about... So... So, like, directly to the right of you three. Yeah. So I'm headed for, like, those buildings and walls over there. Directly to the right of you three? Yeah, that's what I'm talking okay. about. Kind of down towards the river where you made land. Yeah, yeah. So you hop out of the the, the hut and head south, essentially. Somewhere. South? No, like east. Because... We, so you're just we entered this area yeah. at, like, U1, if you look at it on the map. So I'm headed in that, that eastward kind of direction. I'm headed towards those buildings and ruins. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. You're headed yep. east. Jericho, I assume, is keeping pace right there, you know, a little bit in front of you. I'm going to stealth, though. All right. So you're going to try to hide in the darkness as she comes in. She's She's seen you. You know, she's seen you guys jump out of her home. Uh, um, I mean, once I get past the firelight, I should be invisible again. Yeah, I got you. That sounds good. Um, so roll on that. Dermon, do what you're going to do. I'm going to... 25. Throw the torch and run. All right, you throw the torch stealthily, uh, almost invisibly, uh, and the hut goes up in a cinematic burst of flame. <laughs> Uh, smoke is billowing out the windows. Flame is coming out of the windows and, and licking up the, the top and the side of the walls. Um, the sound is deafening of the roar of the flame. Um, uh, and inside, as you look back, you can still see the rocking of that illusory crib as you, go, you all run away. Perhaps the saddest thing that occurs whenever you light the torch and jump out is that the the cages that were full of myriad ravens also go up in Ooh, flames immediately. Nice. 
and the ravens are squawking, screaming, and squawking for help and uh, and fear as they are burned alive in these cages. Uh, and you run up, you run up trying to catch up with Jericho and Reginald, but you can see out of the corner of your eye, Babala Saga is pointing a finger at Reginald and Jericho ready to cast some sort of spell or to destroy them or do whatever it is that she could possibly do. Uh, but at that time, that's when the fire began and she turns toward her home. And instead of chasing down Jericho and the boys, uh, excuse me, Jericho and Reginald and the, and Derman, I shouldn't call you Jericho and the boys. I'm just, um, <laughs> instead of chasing down the boys, <laughs> the dungeon boys, uh, Jericho was the first name that came to my head. Um, she turns back towards the, back towards her hut and goes racing into it um, saying, no, I'm coming my child, I am coming, mommy's coming <coughs> um, and she flies with great haste back towards the hut uh, as you guys sprint away from her spooky spooky I want to try to take some cover in those ruined buildings if I can okay, stealth cover? I'm just, try- I'm just trying to get out of line of sight I'm, yeah, I'm just asking, are you trying to do stealth sure. or not? Yeah, we'll Original. go, we'll go with that. I think we should go ahead and cross the river. We can get back to... I don't remember what's her face. Muriel. Muriel? Oh, Muriel. 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 We can go ahead and get back to me. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to head straight for the river. All right, you head I'm straight gonna for the river. I'm going to follow Jerry. I think this might be the time for getting out of here. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm following. The, I'm following the path that he leaves behind. I don't know if I can still see him. Okay, you guys are sprinting from behind. You, you can hear various shrieks and wails from inside, uh, inside the hut as Babila Saga is screaming and vowing your death, uh, and that she will, you know, destroy you. Uh, and she'll she'll catch you and she'll find you and all these different things as well as she is calling out for whoever she her child her baby whatever that is supposed to be in there um, as you guys sprint towards the river you all dive headlong into the river swimming as fast as you can across it uh, water is going in your nose it's hard to breathe uh, as you swim across the river away from this away from this hag like creature uh, and you make it to the other side and go and find Muriel among the stones where you first started. Yes, excellent showing did, tonight from the Dungeon Rose. Excellent showing. <laughs> did Elvir come back here, or did he go straight back to the vineyard? Uh, he He's not here. Elvir is not here. That would be a good question for her, but you don't see him. All right. I, yeah, that's what I was just looking around. Yeah, you don't see him there. Uh, Muriel. And with that, <laughs> sorry, oh yeah, that is a good time for us to call call it quits for Dungeon Boys today. Unless you have something kind of succinct to ask her, but I know we have some, we got some early mornings for some of the Dungeon Boys tomorrow. We like to be able to tidy it up by ten o'clock and uh, get things settled. I don't want to start anything too big before yeah. we get to no succinct things about to happen. All right, cool. Well. Tonight was, I would call, an extremely exciting episode of Dungeon Boys. Thank you to anyone who's listening to our podcast right now. Again, it is a big surprise to me uh, if you may be listening this far on the podcast. It's actually funny. Last week, uh, Mark, uh, that man Zam in the chat, uh, he says that he's been listening to our Dungeon Boys uh, Curse of Strahd playthrough to go to sleep at night. Uh, And he sent me a a DM on Discord 
uh, quoting myself saying, I bet you're probably not listening at this point in the podcast, <laughs> um, which made me laugh a great deal. Uh, but thank you if you do listen to the podcast. Um, thank you, Beowulf. Uh, yeah, thanks, Beowulf, for being here for the stream. Thank you, anybody who's been here for the stream. But for our podcast listeners, we wish you a wonderful rest of whatever it is you're doing. We will see you next time. And please remember that we love you very much. Toodles. Toodles.